I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show Sunday afternoon. Super Sunday here in Glasgow. The eyes of the world on the south side. It's Rangers are two up at halftime. Stephen Davis in 10 minutes. And Ryan Kent, although it came off John Joe Kenny, so they're putting it down as an own goal. In 35 minutes, so Rangers on top. Celtic have had some spells. Stephen Welsh with a real chance. Davey saw there was a, a tug, though, uh, from Hollander. The Rangers are two up at halftime. What's going to happen? Greg Taylor has been out warming up at halftime. Surely he will come on. And, uh, well, we'll find out in a few moments. Elsewhere, earlier today, Hibs 4-0 at Stranraer. So they'll play Motherwell next weekend in the Cup quarterfinals. So it's just... Uh, six days before the quarterfinals. We'll find out which ones are going to be on television, so it'll probably move over the weekend. The New Firm Derby is next weekend too. Aberdeen against Dundee United. Kilmarnock against St Mirren, bit of a West of Scotland derby at uh, Rugby Park after Killy's big win yesterday. And it'll be Rangers or Celtic against St Johnson. And I can hear half of you saying, well, it's Rangers, of course, because they're two up at half-time. And uh, in fact, it's more than half of you saying that because many of the Celtic fans will be saying, no, this is the era is over, the aura is over and it's time for change who's going to be in charge for John Kennedy he's had a good run in recent weeks people knew he was going to be the caretaker manager and that's what it looks like but Barry's signalling it's not over yet, you can never take anything for granted No, no way, I mean I would be absolutely shocked if that was the the chat in the Rangers dressing room listen, there's still 45 minutes Um, the mindset is you've got to go out with the, the, the right attitude if you think the game's won um, there's every opportunity that Celtic can come back at you so I'm sure the manager will be putting that to the players as the attitude's got to be spot on you've got to go and approach it in the same manner as they did the first half and if they do that then I think Rangers have got every opportunity to get into the quarterfinals Rangers two up at half time on the Rangers bench there's McLaughlin the goalkeeper Tavernier the captain I wonder if he could come back to play part of the second half I'm, I'm sure he won't be on at the beginning let's wait and see what happens Calvin Bassey Simpson Zungu Wright the ex-Aberdeen player who has impressed in fact he was man of the match when he came on two uh, weeks ago when he played Hadji Itton and Roof and for Celtic looking at the bench they've got Barkas the goalkeeper Taylor we expect to see Beton Davey was saying he should come on Griffiths he should come on Ayeti Soro Soro who did well for a time earlier in the yeah. season Rogic Montgomery and Ralston Davey this is the biggest team talk John Kennedy might ever have to give yeah I mean I, I think he's he's really got to throw the, the kitchen sink at it and get Griffiths on play with two strikers um Certainly the way Celtic are set up at the moment, there's there's no real danger. Edward's playing against the two centre-backs on his own. And as we suggested, Greg Taylor about to come on now for Laxal. Yep, Taylor coming on for Laxal. And no surprise, do you agree with what Davey is saying about uh, get Bitten on there and get Griffiths on? Yeah, I mean, it's clear that he's not going to do it just now. I think he may, may give it five or ten minutes. And then sometimes in football, you've got to have a plan B. Um, whether that's change the formation, you try and um, 
get something from the game. That's something that I'm sure John Kennedy and the staff would have spoken about. But I, I'm not surprised that that change's been made. Um, Lax Hill had a tough, tough 45 minutes. Arebo had him twisted in, inside out um, in three or four occasions. So not surprised that Greg Taylor, and I'm actually surprised that Greg Taylor didn't start. Um, well, you, did I'm, you think he would start? Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I did. I did think, because um, I think Lax Hill's come in and I don't think he's he's hit the heights that was expected um, coming from that's AC John, Milan. That's John Kennedy's mistake then, mm-hmm. by picking Laxall ahead yep. of Taylor. You've got yep. to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John Kennedy's selection obviously vital, and he, he's got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loads of people were on uh, on Friday night saying for Celtic they should play uh, Taylor rather than Laxall. As we await the start of the second half, The uh, it's Ryan Kent and stuff in the paper this morning saying Leeds want him they wanted him earlier in the season and they say they're coming in with a £15 million bid as the game gets underway Rangers 2 up well Ryan Kent's price has doubled with that first half <laughs> yeah. performance um, no listen yeah, I'm not surprised that there's there's teams stiffing about him Paul because he's a a quality player and um, he produces in the big stages as well uh, I think Dave, Davey mentioned it earlier on in the old firm games Nine times out of ten, um, Ryan Kent's produced high-level performances. Chance there for Celtic, and it was David Turnbull with a shot and a good save there by the keeper, Davy. It's a terrific save. David Turnbull's shot was deflected. It's a horrible height for Alan McGregor, but he got, got his right hand onto it. Corner comes in. Rangers managed to get it clear, but th- this is what Celtic have to do. I mean, there's there's no point in Celtic sitting in now. They, they've just got to open up. And if they lose, if they lose three or four, so what? You know, the game at the moment has gone for them. They have nothing to lose, Barry. They've got to go for it. Yeah. Yep, and I'm sure that's what Stephen Gerrard said in, in the dressing room. Look, we know that Celtic are going to come out flying out the traps. There's no doubt about it. They've started the, the first minute or so like that, um, and I fully expected that. But it's up to Rangers to stand tall and firm and make sure that they, they don't concede a goal. And a big afternoon it could be for Greg Tiller. It's been a big afternoon so far for Ryan Kent, but it's Rangers again, uh, sorry, Celtic coming forward uh, in the shape of Edouard trying to get on the ball, but it's uh, cleared there. Glenn Kamara just chips it forward to bring Aribo in. Uh, Davey, uh, crucial moments for Celtic the early part of the second half. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the next goal. I mean, assuming mm. we get another goal, but if, if Rangers get another goal, it's over. Um, you know, Celtic need the goal. They need it sooner rather than later. Ryan Christie plays it to Callum McGregor, 25 yards out. He plays it forward to Edouard, but there's nowhere to go. He's facing uh, back to his own goalkeeper. And Ryan Kent does brilliantly. This is where Rangers can hurt teams on the counter. They're brilliant on the counter attack. Break on for Rangers, but Scott Brown there tackles, wins it, gets a yellow card, Barry. I didn't. I, I didn't actually see the tackle. To um, see it again, it's on Ryan yep. Kent. It's a tackle he has to make. Yep. He, he has to stop Kent. Kent's breaking into a really good space here. Scott Brown comes across. I actually think he takes a bit of the ball there. He, he, he does. He might have. He may have come through Ryan mm. Kent to to get there. But I mean, he, Scott Brown had to stop Ryan. He had to yep. stop the game. there really didn't. Mm. He? Important. Listen, that sometimes you've got to take one for the team, Davy. When um, teams are breaking on you, sometimes you need to make that that crucial foul. Or if Scott Brown didn't do that, Rangers were on the, the attack. Yeah. yeah. And uh, another goal for Rangers. That does finish it. Rangers two up, as you know. The goal's coming in 10 minutes and 35 minutes. Stephen Davis. And then it was uh, John Joe Kenny on goal, but Ryan Kent was the... And Arebo was uh, with the assist. As uh, Celtic come forward, Greg Taylor, he started okay, Davey? The man who came on for Laxal? Yeah, he's, he's done okay. Step over from El Yanusi, though. Gives the ball away. 
Rangers on the and Rangers will just play in the counter for most of the second half I'd imagine it'll be the old rope-a-dope trick they'll sit back invite Celtic onto them and, and hit them on the counter and a rebo we see already Barry and uh, you know if Ryan Kent was the player so far in the match he's uh, not far behind is uh, a rebo yeah, a good piece of business again from Stephen Gerrard. I don't know what it was. They, they paid Charlton, I think it was something like £400,000. Um, again, each game, it just, to me, is getting better and better. As Rangers come forward, but uh, the flag offside. goes up offside. So Nathan Patterson, he will miss some games soon, but Rangers have, have him here uh, today, Davey. That has gone on for a couple of months. But Rangers, well, Rangers are, have played the system. Like, yeah. they've, they've played the system here and, and you know, Celtic would do exactly the mm, same thing. They, you've yep. got to ask questions of the SFA on their, their disciplinary uh, process, but Rangers have taken advantage of the system. And as you'd expect as anyone, yeah. as any club uh, would do. So earlier today, Hibs a four-goal victory against Stranraer. Next weekend, it's going to be Killy against St Mirren, Aberdeen, Dundee United, Hibs Motherwell, and at the moment, it looks like Rangers against St Johnson. But there's only four minutes gone in the second half. Rangers are two up, and uh, Rangers playing the ball back to the man who's played every single minute of the season so far for them, Conor Goldson. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, as I said to you. Paul, he's what he is probably out of Rangers squad this season. That's the most improved player I've seen. Um, as I said, there was always a mistake or two on him last season, but he's been a real leader. And as you just mentioned there, every minute of every game he's played, that that's outstanding. That that's a credit to the his levels of fitness and the way he looks after himself. It's almost it's unbelievable, Davy, isn't it? To play every minute. He's got a heart condition yeah. as well. I know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's time. So it, it brilliant to yeah. see, mm, Davy. Conor Golson Yeah Rangers yeah. got the the better of the two Brighton centre backs yeah. that came sure. up here didn't they uh, They did <laughs> Fair yep. to say um, And you know it's, it's astonishing that when, when Celtic signed Shane Duffy I thought it was exactly what they needed mm-hmm. an old yep. fashioned defender but I'm afraid he's been found wanting while Goldson has just improved game on game Scott Brown plays it to Ayer he plays it back to Stephen Welsh I wonder what Scott Brown's thinking Davy, this could be could be his last game at uh, Ibrox because at the next one would they be would you blood other players? I, I, I think, yep. I'll tell you what he'll be thinking. He'll be, he'll be thinking this is one of the poorest Celtic sides I've I've come to Ibrox in. You know that, and he, he's come he, he's come to Ibrox with some really good teammates. Mm-hmm. Not today. There's not the intensity you'd expect. Would you? Five minutes gone. They started well at the start of the second, but. The, the pace is gone, although it's Celtic coming forward. John Joe Kenny with uh, a throw into David Turnbull, 20 yards out on the sure, far side. I'm sure, yeah. John Kenny, they would have gave them a roasting. He, he would he? Have, yeah, yeah. He, he's got to have. He, Has he, he got that in his locker? Is he? I don't know. Um, but I would imagine that he, he wouldn't have been happy with that first mm-hmm. half performance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Davey, would you agree that he will. Is he the type I, of. I, 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 I really don't know, Paul. I mean, I'm, don't I'm, really I'm of a. I'm of an age where we, we would get a roasting at mm. half-time. Mm. But I remember asking Barry about it, and Barry said, you've got to be careful yeah. because they're, they're all snowflakes nowadays. Yep. But So I, I don't know how John Kennedy would handle it. Mm. First thing he would obviously do is say to Laxal, you're staying in. Mm. Yep. There's huge respect for him, for what he did as a player, and he lost his career far far too early. But, uh, but it's not a decision that can be taken out of sentiment, is it? No. I mean, he, he has been a terrific uh, servant yeah. to Celtic, yeah. but, I mean... You lose this one today, mm. um, it's over for John Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I would think so. 0808 17 17 700 will be taking your See, calls. Rangers afterwards. will be happy yep. with us to Celtic um, playing the ball about the back. Rangers are, are happy for teams to do that. 
it's then the capital ties on if they make a mistake then they can go and break and and as I said Rangers are a really good counter attacking team that's why they've done so well in Europe really isn't it yep. for the last couple of seasons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. terrific counter attacking mm-hmm. side particularly you know away from home they have even last season you know and the season before when it wasn't going well in the league for them but the form in Europe has been absolutely superb and of course it's going to be Champions League next year what's happening Davey it's uh, the pace the sting's coming out of the game Barry yeah it's come yep. out as I said Celtic certainly did come out the traps that's why I would imagine that John Kenny would have had a, a pop at them at half time but the game's settled again um, and Rangers are Rangers will be happy with that as I said Rangers are happy for Celtic to keep possession at the back and they'll just wait for that mistake and then they can go and counter them as I said Rangers break it real pace that's one thing about them they've got pace in the team good legs good energy and it's a free kick for Rangers just inside their own half Stephen they've, Davis they've got the players to manage the game now as well Rangers yeah. they've got good experience in key areas the likes of Davis and Arfield mm-hmm. know how to keep it how to use it um no, no sign in the moment of Celtic finding any answers here. And all credit, David, to Rangers and the way they've turned things yeah, around this been, season. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely terrific. I mean, you wonder whether Steven Gerrard would have survived last season had the season mm. not come to a, an early conclusion. I, I don't know. He was under pressure. You know, his team fell apart. But what, whatever he did in the summer, 10 out of 10 to him because they've reinvented themselves. We spoke about it on yep. Friday night. Yeah, I, I thought after when the season ended, obviously due to COVID nineteen, I'm sure there was a lot of soul searching, Davy, and thinking and speaking well, amongst he said the that staff. At Tynecastle yep. that day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. When they lost at Tynecastle just after the break, and yep. things were starting to implode, he said, "I've, I've got a lot of thinking to do." Mm-hmm. And it was almost mm-hmm. as if he was thinking, "Can I do this job, or should I walk away?" Yep. He'll be glad he didn't walk. That's for sure. As Rangers come forward, they're two up. It's Ryan Kent to Joe Aribo. Rangers coming forward. Aribo tries the strike from way out, comes off a Celtic defender, and it's picked up by Scott Bain. And uh, yeah, I asked Barry that what would have happened if he'd gone? You, just, you wonder, you know, if he had gone. Because COVID, I know there was all the sabre rattling later, you know, about who should take the title or whatever. But actually, for Rangers, but, it had gone from them. Yeah, but as I said, I, I think there was a lot of chats. Um, between him and the staff and obviously identified it where he had to go and strengthen and bring in players for real competition for places and to be fair to the board Paul they, they backed him in the transfer market and it's paid dividends this, this season we, we won in the league title and but it looks at just now they could be heading into the quarter finals with a win against their biggest rivals yeah, I mean, I, the, the Rangers board have played a huge part in all of this because Rangers were spending money they didn't have yeah. I mean to, to to buy Kent for nine million quid, yeah. uh, Rangers didn't have that money. You know that that's come out of someone's pocket, mm-hmm. um, whether it's Douglas Park or the other the other directors. Mm-hmm. But their the willingness to to back Stephen Gerrard mm-hmm. uh, has really surprised me. Yep, Hadji three and a half million, yeah. Roof uh, three and a half million pound, um, Cedric Eaton. I, I don't know what he was. Was a couple of million pounds. Mm-hmm. So certainly, where he's identified a player to, to go and strengthen his his squad. One thing about the board does they've certainly backed them. Well, they have, haven't they? Because the company itself w- w- was in a bad state. It, it wasn't good over a year ago, and they've put their own money into the club. Yep, and they were yep. clear with that in AGM, Paul, yep. and they did mention that they may need to sell one or two of their assets, uh, and that obviously is players. So mm-hmm. if the correct bid does come in for Rangers' better players, I'm sure they would they would have to look at it seriously. 
and, and really consider it. It's a model that worked well for Celtic in the Peter Lobo years. Is, uh, people will look back and remember those years when they brought through really good players, they bought them for maybe a million or two and then sold them on for nine or yeah, whatever. Then, then the man who identified them, John Park, left yeah. the club for some reason. I've no why? idea why. I mean, yeah. surely he was key mm. to, sure. to, to that, that kind mm. of uh, model, if you like. A Celtic come forward... David Turnbull breaks into the box. It's right, Celtic coming forward. Rangers trying to clear as Edouard had a chance there, Davy, but uh, it's over the top. Oh, it's a terrific chance, and he knows it. It's, it's a decent height for him. Uh, just tries to almost flick it up with the outside of his right foot and gets too much of the bottom of the ball, and it goes over the, the bar. Terrific El play Yanusi. initially from El Yanusi. McGregor makes a good again, save. Again, there's McGregor, as David just yeah. mentioned. Great save again, David. That, that, that's yeah. the key when you've got a top it's class a goalkeeper. It's the difference. He looks lackadaisical there though, doesn't it's he? It's slightly yeah. behind him. It, yeah. It's an awkward one. It's slightly okay. behind him. And he, he goes with the outside of his right foot and just gets underneath it. But 56 minutes gone. Rangers still two up. That's the first real chance for Celtic in the second half. Yep. And that man stands between Celtic getting a goal for me, Alan McGregor. Again, stands real tall, leaves it late, spreads his body, makes a fantastic save. And I agree with David. I just think it's a bit behind um, Edward. That's a, that's a difficult one for him to take. So Rangers still two up. Stephen Davis in 10 minutes and Ryan Kent in 35. It came off John Joe Kenny and they are crediting him with the goal. A real chance. El Yanusi actually did really well, didn't he, in the build-up it, there? He yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've said before, I think he's a top player. Mm. Um, we just don't see it often enough from him. But it, for that reason, you'd be very reluctant to take him off mm. because he can do something for you. He can change the game. We're talking about how much Ryan Kent would be. Can you imagine how much Celtic will need to rebuild this site, assuming that uh, Edouard goes, that uh, El Yanusi goes back to Southampton or wherever he goes, Laxell will go back to AC Milan, uh, Scott Brown, the captain, going. I, I mean, what war chest would you need? Is it 30, 40 million, Davy? Yeah, probably. I mean, they will get good money for, for the yeah. likes of Edouard and, and Ayer and one or two others. Just looking at the, yep. the terrific set-up play here for El Yanusi and, and McGregor does brilliantly mm. to spread himself. Again... Alan McGregor, he does what he does best. Yep, they, they win you games, top goalkeepers, Paul. Win you games of football. It's not just about the, the 10 outfield players or centre-forwards scoring goals. When you've got a top goalkeeper in making top saves, they, they win you championships, they win you trophies, and certainly this season, he's been massive to Rangers. David, we saw someone there sitting in the stand. He could have been over the, the public park just sitting, not a care in the world. Yeah, Lee Griffiths, yeah. Just uh, looking very pensive there. Um, obviously hoping he gets a chance to, to get on, but we've gone 59 minutes. Now, normally 60 minutes is when a manager will make a change and it will be very interesting to see what happens here in, in, in one minute's time, whether John oh. Kennedy will change the shape. A mistake there and a chance here for Edward. He's got Elianusi with him. Must score, surely. Again. Terrible touch. And then the keeper saves it. Comes again to then Edward. What a chance for Elianusi. Yeah, he's took a heavy touch. But he still got to it first. But Alan McGregor's reaction there, Dave, was brilliant. Yeah. He's straight he's out when he realised so that quick. he did. That Elianusi did take a, a heavy touch. A mistake for Nathan Patterson there. A bit of inexperience. Try to play it back to Golston. Um he lays in Edward and Edward plays it across to El Yanusi where he's got to hit it first time there for me. Don't I don't know why, why he's taking a, yeah, a touch. No, I, because when he takes a touch, Alan McGregor's closing him yep. down, isn't he? Mm -hmm. And if he hits it first time, every chance he scores and it's a horrible touch he takes as well. Davy, it's just the, the, the magic that that team had has gone as Rangers yeah. now come forward. Barisic down the left. He's got Ryan Kent. That's where the ball goes, but it's cleared there by Welsh. Yeah, that aura has gone, hasn't it? 
and, and the error. But, but Elian Ousse technically is a really good player. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't hit it first mm. time because yeah. Edwards found him a, re a really mm. good ball. There's not too much pace in the ball. He can allow it across oh. his body and hit it. Mm. I don't know why he doesn't. Barry, what, what are you watching? Just Stephen Davis there, mm. two two players surrounding him. He, he, do you know what? He, he brings a real calmness to this Rangers team, um, Stephen Davis. It's a bit like Davy in the studio bringing calmness in here, isn't yep. it? As uh, Rangers, <laughs> yeah, a bit of experience. You can't be a bit of experience. You can't. The old head. Do you <laughs> find the ball? <laughs> the chance there. Rangers uh, coming forward. Scott Arfield there having a word with the referee. Let's see it again here, Barry Patterson into Arfield. A one-two with Morellas and uh, Stephen Welsh does yep. well to. Arfield about to hit the volley and, and young Welsh managed to get something on it. The game's starting to stretch a bit though. You know, Celtic have got to go for it now and, and Rangers, Stephen Gerrard will, will be hoping that they get one or two counter-attacks here. I still think there's a uh, there's going to be another couple of goals. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah. As David just mentioned there, the, the game's opening up. There's there's opportunities going to be, be happening. Well, there's another three goals to come then, Barry. You said 3-2 before the game, so... Uh, yeah, I'll still yeah, stick to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Listen, I would... Uh, you've got a good record this season, haven't you? A lot of the... Uh, the, the yeah, I'm Friday not even night. a betting man yeah. either. No, I know, quite rightly. Yeah, but on a Friday night, we do the, as you know, the predictions. That's the word, Paul, the predictions. And uh, <laughs> you're never too far away from it. Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven and uh, Rob McLean here on a Sunday afternoon. It's uh, Paul Cooney with the guys as uh, Rangers are two up. The hour has come and gone. We're 61 and a half minutes played as uh, Celtic. Stephen Welsh plays it forward to Mohamed El Yunusi. Out right to Taylor. Taylor to Turnbull. Turnbull plays it back infield, but it's Connor Golson who clears for Rangers. Davy, any sign of any activity on the bench? Uh, no, and I'm, I'm, so. I'm surprised now. 62nd minute we're in now. Uh, no sign of Lee Griffiths, um, who's the obvious. Is the obvious one who, who's going to come on if Celtic are really to have a go here. Um, I mean, the Celtic having plenty of the ball, but not a great deal of penetration. The Edward chance, you mm. know, and the Welsh chance mm. uh, are, are ones that you can't afford to pass up in this game. And as every minute goes by, Barry, then uh, Stephen Gerrard will be that bit happier because they're two up as Celtic try to come forward. Callum McGregor, the vice-captain, plays it out to the left to Greg Taylor, who came on for Laxal at halftime. Poor ball there by Ayer, wasn't it? Yeah, he's got to keep it some. He's trying to force. That's one thing that you can't do. Got to be a bit of patience in the game. Ayers trying to force that through. And that allows Rangers to regain possession, Paul. And that's what Rangers like. Rangers are a possession-based team. And as I said, they like to hit in the counter-attack as well because they've got real pace with Arebo, Kent, Morelos, Arfield, as you've seen um, a couple of minutes ago, breaking into the box. That's where Arfield's made his name. Um, late, late runs from midfield. And again, Nathan Parson on the attack here. Back to Arfield, plays it forward, tries to reach Arebo, but it's cut out by Scott Brown. But every player you mentioned there was on the ball for Rangers involved as Celtic tried yeah, to come they, forward. But they too will much tell you, the, yep. the hardest run to track is a late runner. Mm -hmm. Midfield runners, it's, it's a difficult one. Um, and that's what Rangers have got. As I said, that three that play behind Morelos are pivotal to what... Steven Gerrard wants to wants to do and how he wants to play. They, they interchange all the time as well, so it makes them very difficult to, 
a mark. They're at the heart of the Rangers team, aren't they, Davey? You know, in the, in yeah. the midfield. You know, we're not seeing so much of Morelos or whatever. Listen, he probably will score now that we've said that, but uh, the midfield, uh, they work so hard. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the boys who play further forward make the headlines, don't they? They score the yep. goals, but that, that engine room is, 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 the, is the core of the team, if you like. And Scott Arfield, another player that Stephen Gerrard has worked wonders with, um, he's re- revived his career. As yeah, it was interesting forward. to yeah. see because I think he has struggled the last couple of weeks, but we didn't know until Stephen Gerrard done an interview that he's been carrying a, an ankle no. knock. That's yeah. why he's not been performing. There's another oh. unbelievable turn from Ryan Kent. And uh, Morellis could have scored. It came back off the keeper. What a straight... Look at the confidence that he has, Davey, from that distance. Uh, good shot and uh, decent save. It's just the way yeah. he, he spins away from Scott Brown. Leaves, takes Scott Brown right out of the game. Lovely little drag bag to open the target up for himself. Scott Bain can only beat it out. Morellis is only going to get one touch there and, and puts it straight back at the Celtic goalkeeper. But again, it's Kent. You know, Kent, by a distance, has mm. been... The best player on the pitch, the most productive player here. That's a stunning bit of play. Mm. Yeah, brilliant bit of yep. skill. Um, I'd be disappointed if I'm Morelos there. Um, mm-hmm. With the rebound, obviously Baines um, parried it out. I'm expecting Morelos to to fire that in at the back of the net. You'd be disappointed with that. That's a chance for Morelos. Mm-hmm. Is he looking a wee bit chunky, Morelos? He always looks. A bit yeah, chunky. he does. I know he's the yeah, yeah the buffalo. Isn't I it think the he likes yeah. his food. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows his way to goal, but uh, that was a terrific piece of play there by Ryan Kent. Rangers are still two up, 65 and a half minutes gone. Rangers two, Celtic nil in the Scottish Cup in the fourth round. It's not sponsored, Davey, is it? Yet again. No, is it? no, 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 no sponsorship. Hamden really struggling for sponsorship yeah, at the moment. Scottish that, football that, really that's is. That's a yeah. in the middle of this COVID. It you know is. How, how they get yeah. the corporate people on board. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they, they need to... You know, hopefully get some sponsors in because it was uh, for so many years uh, sponsored by so many different Scottish companies and let's hope they get some money back in there because we desperately need it for the game. No fans in. And uh, we don't know when they're going to be back, Barry, for the the playoffs perhaps further down, but they don't think at the moment there's going to be fans for the the cup final unless we can get it moved. We've got to change that, Paul. It's it's important. 22nd of May, um, Mm. we've still got a month or so. uh, So hopefully... Cup final day yeah. We've moved venue To a neutral venue And we've got Some fans in To at least cheer Their, 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 their team on To try and win the cup Looks as though That would be at Celtic Park Because Rangers are two up With uh, 67 minutes Almost gone But here come Celtic Down the left Greg Taylor plays it Into Edward He's got two players Around him Hillander And Goldson Has that gone for A, a corner, corner kick? Yeah, yeah. A corner I think there's some activity On the bench at the moment We'll check We're waiting For the Premier Sport cameras here. Huge game for them this afternoon, the game of the season, as Celtic Davy with the corner. Yeah, they, they, they just showed the close-up there of Ayeti and, and Lee Griffiths. Both still have their heavy jackets on, so I, I don't think they've been told to, to, to get ready here as the corner comes in. Comes in, it's parried away by the goalkeeper, falls to Welsh, but uh, that'd be three points at Murrayfield's way over the top there, Davy. Yeah, it's an awkward one. Yep. Alan McGregor does well to come through a lot of bodies there to get something on it. Uh, awkward volley from the penalty spot here yeah. for for young Stephen Welsh, and he, he doesn't get enough of it. Barry, no real danger there. Keeper did well. Yeah, yeah. As David says, he's coming through a rookie players, uh, seven or eight players. He does well to parry it, but it's a, it's a difficult, um, it's a difficult one for young Welsh. It's obviously a, a tough height for him. Um, and if it falls to a Celtic player on the bench, that's what you want it to fall to a, a, a defender, not one of the forward thinking players. 
67 and a half minutes gone so we've played 22 and a half of the second half we're midway through the second half and uh, Rangers in command two goals up Stephen Davis and then the John Joe Kenny own goal after great work by Aribo and Ryan Kent you're groaning there yeah it's a, it's a pass from Ryan Christie and it's not a difficult pass um, to try and find John Joe Kenny who had gone beyond him mm. beyond him and he's just put so much weight on it, it Kenny's no chance. Rangers have a throw in. Barisic, quite rightly, have, having a breather here, slowing the game mm. down. Rangers just running the clock down there. Some of the Celtic fans who have been critical of him as we see uh, the players warm up, they've still got the heavy jackets on, they've got the bibs on, so there's no change at the moment. And Barry, why wouldn't he change it just now? John Kennedy has got nothing to lose. Yeah, I'm surprised. Just uh, under 22 minutes to go. Um, why not just go and, and throw another striker or even two up front and just go back mm. to front? Um, and try and get back into this game because at this moment in time Rangers are delighted with, with us um, they're not creating too many chances and as I said they've still only got one up top um, and Rangers are defending really well Napoli Inter on tonight I see there is, uh, there's going to be a free kick for Celtic Scott Brown brought down there by uh, Alfredo Morelos so 69 minutes gone Celtic trying to build something in their own half on the right hand side Stephen Welsh plays it out to John Joe Kenny, but that's a careless ball forward and easily cleared by Connor Goldson. Davy, surely there must be a change in a moment or two. Well, you would, you would, I really don't know what's going on in John Kennedy's what? head. He, he must be looking at this and thinking it's okay. You know, he, he must be looking at this and think there's a decent chance that, that Celtic are going to score. Um, mm. At the moment, I don't really see that. No. As uh, Celtic come forward, John Joe Kenny, the Everton man, he's on loan. He'll be going back and. Uh, what five or six weeks time back to Merseyside unless a deal is done if he comes permanently because I don't think he will go in to the Everton side as things stand at the moment they're chasing uh, a Champions League spot and or the Europa League it maybe looks more like a Celtic again Rangers must be happy just now the ball's in the Celtic half Barry yeah two, two well, the, this will yeah. delight um, Rangers they're, they're happy enough for Celtic to keep possession at the at the back and as I say Rangers are just waiting for that one mistake and as I said spring on uh, an attack and there's Lee Griffiths it looks as like if Lee Griffiths is coming on for the last 20 minutes Davey Ayer's got a problem here with, with his shoulder which might affect the, the substitution I don't know I suppose he's got beat on there but Ayer has it looks if it's popped yeah it does if he's rotated the, 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 the shoulder joint there and if it has popped his game's over mm. Yeah, it looks bad. Um, they're trying to put it back in yeah, there. I, I, yeah, I think they've just put it back oh. into place. Yeah, everyone has sort of winced there just as you, you felt that's what was happening. So, I've had that yep. twice. Have you? Yep. Yeah, really? Yep. How sore? It's sore, believe me. How sore? Very <laughs> sore. <laughs> Very sore. Mm. And, yeah. and it's it's not even, it was just, I get caught actually, my fingers get caught in a strip. Uh-huh. When I was trying yeah. to tug the guy and he's yeah. went in the opposite direction, uh-huh. it's just my shoulders just popped. Not a nice feeling. No. So, Christopher Iyer, will he come back on? If no, have to no, see chance. no, no I chance. Think his game's no, over, no I agree game over for him. No chance. And they're near beat on, we can see. Uh, looks, he's just still waiting to find out. Always surprises me why it takes them so long to get ready and why change? Why not Do change? You know, my so pet hate, yep. Paul, you know what football's like. There can be an injury in a split yeah. second. Huh? See, when a, a substitute, Davey's not ready. Oh, and it no. takes him two, three, four <laughs> minutes to get ready. I've had it a couple of times this season where I've turned around. I, I, make, I tell the guys, you've got to be prepared yeah. to go on at any stage. 
he's gone back on here, mm. Ayer, and he is clearly struggling. Yeah. Bit on was expecting to be told, uh, on you go, yeah. jacket is back on. So we'll see how fit Ayer is. But it must drive you nuts, Barry, as a manager. Because I yeah, mean, you've got you know, to be prepared because yeah. you don't know at any stage in the game, Paul, something can happen. An injury, Morelos on the break here. Rangers come forward. Ayer's dragging that arm. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't look comfy. He will have to go off. And Griffiths, did they make the change? No. Well, it's up to John Kennedy. Yep. It's not Ayers. This shouldn't be Ayers' decision. No. He wants to play on, yeah. but he clearly is struggling. And it's up to John Kennedy to, yeah. to get him off. Mm-hmm. Of course. As uh, Griffiths still standing, he's been there for three minutes, 72 minutes gone. It's going to be Ryan Christie coming off, and it's uh, Lee Griffiths coming on and for Barry thinks it pound for pound one of the best strikers in the country David you agree when he's yeah, in form no, listen his talent has never been in doubt mm. uh, absolutely not his, his fitness has been a major problem all season that's that's where he's let himself down as Arebo comes forward in the tussle there with Greg Taylor uh, but it's gone out Greg Taylor done okay for you Barry since he came on yeah you just seen a, an instance there with, with, with Arebo he defended really well um, as I said in the first half I mean, it was clear that Laxal was having a difficult afternoon. Every time that Arebo attacked him, Arebo get past him. And it was a real, a real weak link in Celtic's team. But Greg Taylor's come on and, again, he'll be desperate to prove a point to, to John Kennedy that, hey, I should have started today. 17 minutes left in the season for Celtic. If they cannot get back in, they're two goals down, then the season is over. They'll just be playing out the final four games. They're 20 points behind the new champions, Rangers, and they will be out the Cup. A cup, which they've had for the last uh, four years. Um, you were right earlier on. You, yeah. It's the end of an era. It's, yeah. You know, this is this is the official end of the of the, the era. The Peter Lawwell, Neil Lennon, yep. Scott Brown era. Um, and to be fair, you know, the... The, the supporters have lapped it up for the best part of a decade. Uh, everything comes to an end. And when I saw Scott Brown a few moments ago, I did think that, Barry, and it's no disrespect. He's been phenomenal. Maybe he's making the right decision. Maybe it's time for him to go because he's had those nine amazing years, actually more than nine, but you know, 14 great years. Why would you stay on? And uh, as things get worse, his for shoulders him. away again. Yep. Christopher, they have to take him off. Yellow card. Yeah, in terms yeah. of Scott yeah. Brown, I, I think he's just looked at the bigger picture. There's going to be a lot of changes. As you just mentioned there, as an end of an era, he just wants to go and try something different in his career. Um, it looks to me he still wants to play, mm. and he's getting the security of a two-year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, where Celtic only offered him one-year contract, and also Stephen Glass has given him the opportunity to get into the coaching side. So, I think he's just looking at looking to the future because um, in the next year or two, I he don't could see retire. the benefit of him playing. But I understand him going up there as a coach, being a number two. I don't know what he gets out of playing because he's going to end up carrying that team. Yep. And he's walking into a dressing room and there's a, for me, there's a lot of faint hearts in that dressing mm. room. Is Scott Brown, at his age now, going to be able to lift them and carry them the way he has done? I heard Celtic. Stephen Glass do an interview and he wants them to play, but see, for me, Dave, I agree with you. I think Scott Brown will go there and become frustrated because yeah, he's playing with he good had, quality that's, that's players. What I mean. yeah. In terms of he'll be playing a pass and maybe the quality's he's not used the same. To standard. Yep. He's used to a standard. I think he could struggle in terms of... No, Scott Brown as a footballer but I think he can get really frustrated I think he could um, mm. he could uh, make him un- like, touchy in terms yeah. of he, mm. what am I doing here so he, I think he's got to make a, a decision whether he wants to play or whether he wants to coach because it's, it's difficult doing both Yes, uh, David Turnbull with a free kick into the Rangers box it comes out and 
a shot by John Joe Kenny, but it's way over the top. He just uh, waves everyone away. Kemar Roof's going to come on in a moment yeah, or two for Rangers. Like David, what I, are you I, thinking there? I'm just thinking the, the in-swinging cross yeah. there from David Turnbull. You never see an out-swinger now, and no. I, I don't get that. You know, you've, I know. You've got a lot of players on that pitch, particularly Lee Griffiths, who, yep. who can bend a ball in that's coming away from Alan mm. McGregor. I think mm. that's a more difficult ball to defend for, for Rangers. Yep. But uh, how many? 15 minutes to go, just under 15 minutes. Rangers are winning the Old Firm Derby by two goals to nil, and they will soon be looking forward to the quarter-final tie next weekend. So they're just a, a couple of games away from going to Hamden, although we hope they're going to Celtic Park or somewhere else in front of the fans because, remember, Hamden will have been handed over to UEFA, so they're saying no fans can be in there. Surely supporters should be at the cup final. But Celtic still coming forward, 14 minutes remaining. John Joe Kenny forward to David Turnbull. Turnbull back to... Ayer, it's Ayer still on. Plays it across. Uh, looking for Griffiths. Davy, Griffiths back. Yeah, just, just keeps it in on the, the, the near side touchline here. Rangers have got a chance now to, to get Boris goal side and what looked like a promising move. It's been lost through a poor touch initially by, by Chris Ayer. And, and you're right, I don't know what he's doing up that end of the pitch. Rangers are happy. They're just taking this thing out of the game, Barry. Am I really yeah, right? listen, yep. the, the Rangers will be happy with the way the yeah. the second half is going certainly the they're sitting in and they're really compact and that Celtic are finding it difficult to get through to them um, and it, this has been the thing this season with Rangers Paul that defensively they've been absolute rock solid they put their bodies on the line um, when balls are getting crossed in for the wide areas that's one thing about them there's a wee bit of a ding dong yeah El Unice and, and Morelis yeah mm. it's a free kick for Celtic though just about 20 yards out inside mm. left channel well, David Turnbull grabs the ball, but Lee Griffiths might fancy this as well. Mm -hmm. Brown tackled there, El Yunusi and Morelis. Ah, um, Morelis, he does get involved when he probably should walk away. I need to see that one again there. Um, but it's going to be a free kick for Celtic. Yeah, could it's, be. it's Edward who's placing the ball, so he, he clearly fancies it. So, Davey, chance here. It's only 20 yards out. Mm -hmm. The thing, do you, do you tell your wall to jump here, Barry, or have they got to stay down because it could go underneath, or...? When it's that close, yeah. Well, well, I've been watching Alan McGregor's. Just, uh, I think they just stand the Rangers' wall, Davy, because uh, as you've seen, there's quite a lot playing it under the the wall. Edward it's takes a it, claims for a penalty, and it's a penalty. Yep, Edward took it. It's come off a, a, a Rangers I think arm. Much in this, I'll need to see. Yeah. There's Lee Griffiths sprinting about the pitch here. Griffiths yeah, gets goal side of a rebo, doesn't he? Is it El I don't think there's there. anything in that. We'll need to see it again. Yeah, it's a, it's a poor free kick from, from Edward. Breaks across the six-yard line. Oh, Rebo's got his hand up, but I think mm. Lee Griffiths is... Uh, Bobby Madden's bought that. Lee Griffiths is... <laughs> it's gone down pretty theatrically, but let's get Celtic back into it if Edward can score here from the spot. 11 minutes remaining. Rangers 2, Celtic 0. Penalty for Celtic. Odson Edward, top scorer. And he's just uh, taking his time up against Alan McGregor. You'd have studied them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Best striker in the country. Many feel against the best goalkeeper. Here he comes, comes forward, takes a few steps, and it's saved by McGregor. It there comes out. Alan listen, McGregor saves for Rangers. Listen, I, I can't use many more words, but I, what I've been saying about Alan McGregor over the last month or so. As I said, he would have studied him before the game with the goalkeeping coach about penalties, um, and he's he stood as long as he could there, Davy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Edwards hoping he's going to go down, isn't yep. he? Because he, he takes the short steps, delaying the strike mm -hmm. of the ball, hoping that 
Alan McGregor goes early. Yep. It's a poor penalty though, but yeah, it's not it? even it's nowhere near the inside of the post. Mm. It's a poor, poor effort. Just seeing it again here on Premier yeah, Sports. Yep. There's no power in it, but no. listen, Alan McGregor's still mm. got to make a save. He, he's he's um He's made the decision to go to his, his right-hand side. Uh, sometimes you see goalkeepers guessing, but Alan McGregor stayed to the very last second. Mm. Um, as David just mentioned there, Edward's slow build-up to, to take the penalty kick. But listen, that's what that guy brings you. Tells you much about the season. Rangers have been absolutely superb in midfield. They've been in charge. But the goalkeeper, Alan, Alan McGregor, up against Edward and Celtic with, uh, what, 11 minutes remaining, had the chance. Yeah, but they've, they've had chances. Yeah. You know, you go back to, to the chance that young Welsh had. Mm. Edward's second half, mm. put it over the bar. El uh, and, and couldn't Yeah, El Yunusi and, and couldn't even score from the penalty spot. So it's been one of these days for, for John Kennedy and Celtic. Yep, Alan McGregor. He's been different class again, Stephen Davis. Mm-hmm. Well, he's isn't he phenomenal? Player of the year. I said that a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And thirty-six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, what he does, Davey. He brings a real calmness to the Rangers team. Mm-hmm. When when people yeah. are, are are getting a bit frustrated or whatever, he calms everything down. He does the basics brilliantly. He did, like a lot. Of it's simple, mm-hmm. but yeah. he does it effectively. And he also he always he's always showing as well, isn't yeah. he? He's always showing. He'll take it under pressure, yeah. Davey. Yeah. Rangers fans, what do you reckon? You can call in soon. 0808 17 17 700 is the double very much on for you. As Kemar Roof has his first chance. Did he come on for Morellis a few moments ago? Yep. Made the change, straight swap. And Roof had a decent chance there taken by Scott Bain. Or Celtic fans, what do you want to say? Do you want to pay tribute to the era, the Scott Brown era, which is coming to a close today? Unless something dramatic and drastic happens in the next eight minutes. But it could have happened two or three minutes ago. Odson Edward stepped up, took the penalty kick, and it was saved by Alan McGregor. We've seen worse penalty kicks that have gone in, thinking of... Uh, yeah, quite a lot of yeah. goalkeepers guess early, Paul. Yeah. But Alan McGregor, as I mentioned, there stays as, as long as he can and obviously reads what Edward's going to do. And Listen, it's no struck with any power, but Alan McGregor's still got to make the save. Chance there for Callum McGregor, but uh, it's cleared. McGregor hasn't given up yet. The other McGregor, Davey Callum McGregor, has worked so hard for Celtic over the years, but uh, it's a completely different team he's in now as his skipper yeah, Scott Brown is down. Yeah, Scott Brown down on his knees at the moment and he's not the type to go down unless he's hurt. I don't know what's happened to you, but Bobby Madden stopped the game. Oh, he's dropped the ball quickly and Rangers are on the counter here offside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, Rangers win. What's he doing standing on Celtics after? Really strange. Yeah, he obviously wanted to give the ball back to it was Rangers' advantage. It should have been, but uh, Roof was uh, offside. The only man in the Celtic half is Stephen Welsh. There's uh, seven and a half minutes remaining at Ibrox. Rangers are leading Celtic by two goals to nil. One more Old Firm derby to come this season, Barry. It's only a couple of weeks away, but this is the one that uh, counts in terms of uh, silverware because it gives them the chance the quarter-final next weekend, which looks as though it's going to be St. Johnson against Rangers next weekend. The game will be here at Ibrox either Saturday or Sunday. We'll find out from uh, Premier Sport. As Celtic, though, coming forward again, never write them off as uh, Lee Griffiths bursts into the box, plays it in, looking... And again, like Stephen Davis, yeah. he picks up the areas inside the box when, when Celtic are on the attack uh, down the... The flanks to cross the ball and he picks up great errors to get that that ball he's as i said there's some things that people don't realize what how good does. a job mm-hmm. stephen davis does and look at him now he's yeah he'll keep it going to the corner 
I mean, for that eight, I mean, he's, I he's a credit to himself. He's changed his game over the years. Paul, as I'd mentioned mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, he was a more forward-thinking player. He's everywhere. And he's just about scored the uh, third goal for Rangers. He's more of a holding midfielder now, but yeah. today he's obviously got further forward on a, a few occasions. Got his goal and a, a great piece of skill there. Yeah. Um, great ball across. Arebo's got to throw himself at that to try and get yeah. there. He's looking for a penalty um, against Greg Taylor here. Terrific feat initially by Stephen Davis to get himself almost to the byline. He's got time to get his head up. And he's put it on a plate there for, for a reboot at the back post. He's like a young striker coming in. He's like a young number, a, a 10 just playing off the striker, isn't he? Coming into the box uh, yeah, after I'm, I'm, 84 Listen, minutes. I'm sure not just wow. his teammates, but the Rangers fans would be delighted to see that, that Davo signed a, an extension for another season. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been different class. Um, every time I've watched him, he's been one of the Rangers' top performers this season. 84 and a half minutes gone Barisic with the corner high into the box and it another corner over. another corner at the other side comes off Stephen Welsh how's he done Stephen Welsh Davey I think he's done okay I mean uh, the, the miss I, I don't know how badly he was impeded by Hollander Hollander certainly had a grab of his hand uh, but still probably should have scored, uh, scored and, and here comes uh, Ayeti now with what just five minutes left will that make any difference to be fair I don't want to be unfair to the player but when Ayeti comes on it's not really... Uh, is it going to make any difference? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just don't get why he's bringing him on now. I've, yeah. I've no idea what... Unless he's taking Edward off. Mm. And yet Edward is uh, one that could uh, make a difference for Celtic, but there's only five minutes remaining. Rangers will be going through to the quarterfinal next weekend and they've got a corner, so it's another chance for Rangers. Two up, four and a half minutes to go. Barisic at the far side. Left-footed. Outswinger, of course. It's headed away. Aribo down to Kamara, back out to Barisic, into the box, headed away by Scott Brown, the Celtic skipper, back to Helander, Helander to Barisic, he'll be enjoying it this afternoon because uh, he wanted to show Celtic that Rangers are the best team in the country. Aribo down at the uh, near the far post with Barisic and it's going to be a, a throw-in to Celtic last moments of the game. Man of the match for you. I don't think there's any surprise, is there? Davy. Yeah, Ryan Kent. Mm-hmm. Got to be Ryan Kent, head and shoulders. Elianusi coming off for Celtic, shaking his head, and here comes Ayeti. And for you, man of the match, Barry. I can't disagree with, with Ryan Kent. Um, he's been that bright spark when he gets on the ball. You've seen him um, look really lively in the the final third. But th- there's been some really good performances for Rangers, as I mentioned. Stephen Davis has, has controlled that midfield area. Young Nathan Patterson is the a brilliant game as well. Joe Aribo, especially in the first half, was was excellent. But Ryan Kent has has been the, the standout player for me. Celtic trying to take something. I from get the this game. is what I love yep. about him, Davy. Yeah. He's great going forward, but do you know what? He put a shift in defensively mm. for his team. Ball breaks for Edouard, but it goes all the way back to goalkeeper Alan McGregor. Eighty-six and a half minutes gone. Rangers leading Celtic by two goals to nil. There's no doubt about it now. Rangers going into the next round as uh, play stops at the moment. The Ayeti coming on. Does that surprise you as well, Barry? Why wouldn't you bring more strikers on earlier in the game when you're two yeah, down? I think you've got to go for it a bit earlier. Um, but listen, John Kennedy will, will have his reasons. Um, but I think it's a bit, a bit late in the game five minutes to go you've got three forwards on the pitch you've got nothing to lose same result at 20 minutes to go just go for it you can speak to Barry Ferguson Davy Proven Paul Cooney 0808 
17, 17, 700. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the old firm game, and then later this evening, Leicester against Southampton. Not with us, but that's the, the match tonight. It never stops. David, you must just be watching the football all the time as well these days. 24 7. <laughs> what's, what's Fiona saying? <laughs> oh, she's delighted. Yeah. I'm in another room, that's why she's yeah. delighted. <laughs> and he's in another wing. Oh, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> East wing. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go to the break at full time. Just two minutes remaining. 0808 17 17 700. Or give us your thoughts uh, on the socials at Go Football Show. As uh, Celtic try to come forward, Scott Brown there uh, falls to the ground. He's put in a shift today, Davey. But, um, yeah, he's done well. Yeah. Yeah, yep. he, he, he's done what Scott Brown does. He's broken it up. He's, he hasn't wasted anything. Um, I'd love to know what he thinks of one or two of his teammates right mm-hmm. now. And this. Dressing room, of course. It's, yeah. it's not a good dressing room, that's for sure. Been the story of the season, hasn't it? Though the uh, too much attention on the sort of mythical ten in a row. It wasn't uh, mythical; it was possible. He's a yeah. captain. You can only do so much. You can only say yep. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to the the individual, and I would imagine there'll be a, a few harsh words spoken in that dressing room. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks to me if if Rangers throughout the game have is have wanted it more. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest; that that's the way it looks to me. Certainly since the goal You know First 10 minutes It was hard to say No Yeah and then As yeah. I said They had that That 5 minute period In the first half Where they created A few chances um, But I think overall I don't think MD can complain that, that Rangers Have been a dominant team The camera is showing us uh, Peter Lowell there At the end of the Lowell era I wonder what the owner Is thinking Or the majority shareholder Dermot Desmond The attention might fall on him now Davey what's his appetite to really invest in this team to match Rangers it's now the Rangers era has started yeah yeah, yeah. Celtic are now playing catch up yeah. you know complete role yeah. reversal certainly Dermot Desmond has the money it's, it's, but you're right it's whether he has the inclination mm. to for a, a proper rebuild because you know as I said there are six of this that started today who won't be there next season it's a massive turnaround of players coming up because if not, then would he go? Because what's the point of being the majority shareholder if he's not going to invest? And he has in the past, but is it not time again well, to show? Did he not? Did he not recently rubbish suggestions that the supporters should should control the club? He said he had no intention of going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That he was he still did. he's still as much of a Celtic supporter as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. Yep. But whatever his board has fallen asleep. That, that's that's for sure. For sure. Um, well, the Rangers board has really stepped up to the plate to support Steven Gerrard. From a real underdog position, the Celtic supporters have been done for complacency here. Four minutes to be added, and we just saw a picture there in the stand of Rangers' greatest ever player, John Gregg. Barry, you Captain Rangers with distinction, and John did too. Yeah, he's I mean unbelievable player, mm, yeah. John Gregg. Um, was always about the club when I was a player. He was always a... Mm. A good help if you wanted any advice. He was always there to, to give you some. Um, and good to see him. He's still looking well. Looks well, doesn't he? Sure John does. Greg, MBE, like yourself, Barry. Yep. He's <laughs> a wee smile there from Barry Ferguson, who's going to take your calls along with Davy Proven on 0808 17 17 700. Go Radio, Glasgow, with OPC Energy Limited. Just three minutes remaining. Rangers 2, Celtic 0. You know the story now. Stephen Davis scoring with a bicycle kick, we're calling it, after 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and then in 35 minutes, it was Ryan Kent. Great work by Joe Aribo. Uh It was a John Joe Kenny. It came off him on the way in, but uh, it was goal bound, I think. And it was 2-0 Rangers at half-time and there's been no other scoring. Yep, Celtic had chances with Edouard, El Yanoussi, and then an Edouard penalty after 79 minutes. But it was saved 
by Alan McGregor, who is uh, the Player of the Year for you, Barry. David, you're going with... Uh, Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis, yeah. yep. Hard to argue against uh, both of them. Yeah, isn't yeah it? it could be anyone. Are you switching? No, no, well, listen, I'll stick, I'll stick to my guns, but listen, both have been exceptional. Alan yep. McGregor, 39, Stephen Davis, 36. Youngster. Um, it just yep. shows you, you still need um, good experience in your team, and they, they two have been... Um, Immense for Rangers this season. Chris Burt did well again for Kelly yesterday. I saw yeah. that, yeah, yeah, didn't he? I was just thinking of the 37 year olds. As uh, two minutes remaining, then it's Celtic. Stephen Welsh. Forward to David Turnbull, one of the success stories for Celtic this yeah. season, to Yeah, Christopher Iyer still on. He's determined to stay on. And he breaks into the Rangers box down the left. Iyer tries to cross it, goes out for a corner kick. Connor Goldson doing. Yeah, so they, well. and they'll be desperate yeah. not to concede. Listen, yeah. you're going into the, the final two minutes. This is a big moment for Rangers. Just make sure you you win your header. Stick tight to your your man. You know, straight into the box. It falls yeah. actually to the feet of. Uh, I'm just saying, Alan McGregor's got to catch it. It's a rare yeah. mistake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could could have taken it into his gloves um, and try try to clear it with the the palms of his his hands almost. And Lee Griffiths gets one touch, but it's very high when he tries to strike it with his second touch. It's a really awkward one. Yeah, unlike um, Alan McGregor, yep. we'll let him off. We'll let him off <laughs> that one. It's a kiss of death, isn't it? The commentators, when you say something, it's uh, something yeah, else. I, I think he'll, be, he'll look back and that, that's the standards that Alan McGregor's got. He'll go back and look at that and think to himself, don't care if it's only two minutes to go. He shouldn't be doing that. He'll be unhappy what, what, with himself. What, what is he trying to do there? I think he's trying to punch it. It's not unlike him because he's more of a goalkeeper that likes to catch things. Davy, um, he'll not be happy with that. Did it come in faster than he thought? It seemed to no, be. still a, yeah. a quality Alan McGregor. Of course. He's got to deal with that. 08 08 17 17 700. Rangers fans uh, must be delighted because Rangers have won it fairly comfortably this afternoon against Celtic. It's 2 0 with uh, 25 seconds left on the clock. Uh, Bobby Mandon, there's going to be, I don't think, any major headlines, are there, Davey, away from it? No major controversies? No, I think I Bobby think... Madden's had a, yeah. a terrific game. Mm. I, I can't think of an obvious mistake he's made. And that, you know, in this game, it's, that's uh, that's pretty rare. Goldson plays it out to the right to young Nathan Patterson. Patterson to Stephen Davis, the youngest man on the Rangers team to the second oldest of the Rangers, not that we're being ageist. As the whistle goes, Stephen Gerrard and... Uh, John Kennedy do the fist bump. Michael Beale there. There's Arfield, Patterson, Stephen Davis. They are celebrating. There's the goalkeeper, Alan McGregor, coming forward. We see them in the pictures here. Uh, John Joe Kenny, disappointed. He's credited as getting Rangers' second goal. There's Stephen Davis, who got Rangers' first. Kemar Roof there. And Scott Brown, his last cup game at Ibrox as the Celtic captain. Summarising at 2 0, we'll do it in a second or two with Davy Proven and Barry Ferguson. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5. Go Radio Football Show on a Sunday evening. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven, and your calls coming in on 0808 17 17 700 as Rangers go through to the quarter final of the Scottish Cup. They play St Johnson next weekend. Kilmarnock will play St Mirren, Aberdeen up against Dundee United, and Hibbs, who beat Strenar 4 0 this afternoon against Motherwell. Barry Ferguson, a lot of Rangers fans will be having a wee celebration tonight as well. They might. The double is on. Yes. Yeah, Certainly on, Paul. There's no doubt about that. You've got to be respectful, but 
only in the quarterfinals Still get St Johnson to play And get through that one And then into the semi-finals But I think overall As I said at the start of the programme It's been a, a A great season for Rangers It could be even greater um, They've got The double in their sights The Scottish Cup So I'm sure the, the the Rangers players will go and celebrate tonight and, and refocus for a tough game against St Johnson next week. And how they deserve a celebration after yeah. a relentless season. Another game they haven't yeah. lost a goal. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think anyone, including your most optimistic Rangers supporter, saw this season panning out the way it, mm. it looks as if it's going to because Rangers are now odds on to, to win the double. Um, and you've got to give tremendous credit to Stephen Gerrard and his coaching staff, Michael Beale and and the recruitment is it Ross Wilson yep who's in charge of recruitment mm-hmm. you know they've, they've got really good value in the transfer market and you know compare that to, to to Celtic the money they spent last summer and what they got back for it very little yeah. David makes a good point if you asked me at the start of August um, you're worried because mm-hmm. Celtic were the dominant force you've seen how last season ended for Rangers um, getting knocked out against Hearts um, the defeat to Hamilton Ackies at Ibrooks. Mm-hmm. Things were looking bleak, um, as I said, so there was a lot of soul searching, a lot of thinking, and you've got to give credit not just to the manager and the coaching staff, the group of players as well, because um, they were written off. Um, a lot of people um, were thinking to themselves, these guys get the right mindset to be Rangers players, but they've proven a lot of people wrong, and they've deserved they've, they've uh, deserved all the credit they've got this season. Cause how, how big, Barry, do you think, the, the first old firm game of the season when Rangers went to Celtic Park and won 2-0, Psychologically, Ma- a massive. That, that that's my. I think that gave them the belief mm-hmm. to say, "Listen, they're not unbeatable. Celtic are not unbeatable." Um, and that was the first victory for quite a lot of the players over Celtic. So that would have yep. g- gave them a huge confidence boost. And do you know what? It's just gathered momentum since that first Old Firm game at Celtic Park. That result, and they've just went from strength to strength. You've seen the the levels of consistency they've shown throughout the season. Is, is surprised uh, myself but you've got to give them credit they've been brilliant defensively that's one thing that they've um, they've really sorted out yeah, another clean sheet today another yeah, clean sheet again I think it's only two or three goals conceded at home all season um, it's a fantastic achievement and now the double's on but they, they, they can't get carried away you, you've got to respect who you come up against you've still got quarterfinals and semi-finals um, to play but they're in pole position to go and do it. Let's do it for another hour here on Go. We're taking your calls 0808 17 17 700. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. And the Rangers half of the city and the West and Scotland celebrating as Rangers beat Celtic 2-0 this afternoon in the Cup at Ibrox. The goal's coming in 10 minutes. Stephen Davis, uh, bicycle kick. Great work from Aribo in the run-up to that one. And then it was Ryan Kent. Came off John Joe Kenny. Again, Aribo was really there with the assist. 2-0 Rangers before half-time. And that was really the story of the game. Yep, in the second half, they made a change. John Kennedy took off Laxal, shoved on uh, Greg Taylor. And uh, they got a penalty with 11 minutes remaining. Edward stepped forward. 
but it was saved by Alan McGregor. So that's it, 2-0 for Rangers. They play St Johnson at home next weekend. And we'll find out soon, I would imagine, from Premier Sports, is it home or away as we see that... Uh, Goal, the second goal coming in and then we see the penalty save again the highlights on Premier Sports so uh, 2-0 to Rangers Rangers fans 08 08 17 17 700 and Celtic fans too give us a call give us your thoughts Hibs beat Stranraer 4-0 earlier today Barry we're just chatting there with Davy Proven Barry Ferguson what can they do in these Covid times after I mean that's a huge win today the double is on can they celebrate yeah, I think that the manager let him let them have a couple of beers in the dressing room or in one of the lounges. Because um, listen, sometimes these are professionals who work very hard. Sometimes you've got to relax away from it and enjoy these occasions when you you beat your closest and biggest rivals. So I'm sure the manager will say to them, listen, you can have two or three beers, go and relax with each other, enjoy the moment. Um, but tomorrow morning we focus and get our heads on next week's game against St Johnson so I, I've got no issues with, with players um, letting their hair down a wee bit as long as they don't overdo it which is important because there's still big games to come this season but it's important as a team it, it creates real togetherness and a good bonding if you can spend these good days with your with your teammates which I think is important Davey was the same with you if you'd won in the derby uh, lo- celebration lots of alcohol taken if we yeah. won in the derby I've got to be perfectly honest yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would head into town and there would be a right few beers taken. What were some of the places that you liked there? Our watering hole was a place called Archie's in Waterloo Street. Um, Remember it, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lord Hockey will tell you about Archie's, by the way. Yes. Uh (laughs) He used to join us now and again for a a beer. Yep. And Barry in town, where would the Rangers players go? He'd be everywhere. (laughs) Our chaos. Yep, that was one of the the places, um, many of places, you know what it's like over the years, places change and whatever. But no, listen, I I was big in that as as well. And so were the club, to be fair, because I think it's important that you do... Spend these these occasions yeah. with, with with your teammates because I, I do believe it creates a a special bond between each other because you go out and you work hard for each other and you fight for each other and I'm a big believer in a, a, a team that that um, goes and and socialises together. I, I think it's important. I tell everyone about one of the managers insisted that you went out at least once Every a man, month. Dick Advocate. I mean, a lot of people would be surprised, but Dick Advocate was adamant as a team. We had to have one night out a, a month um, as a squad. 25 players go out for a, a bite, eat and a, a couple of drinks. Let yourself um, relax and, and spend a bit of time with each other. And As I said, um, I, I felt it was a big benefit for, for our squad at that time. Um, as I said, everybody got on with each other really well. And when you go out in that party, fight for each other. So I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big yep. fan of making sure you go out and spend a bit of time with your teammates. Seeing the pictures there, Chris Sutton and Ali McCoy, two great strikers of the past. Um, Sutton won't be happy, and Ali will be absolutely delighted. Well, if, if, if yep. you think, you know, we were talking about Peter Lawwell when Peter Lawwell yep. came into the club, Chris Sutton and John Hartson were playing up front for Celtic. They had just got to the final of a, yep. a European UEFA. trophy, the UEFA Cup, and. Peter Lawwell now leaves the club. Look at the team he's leaving. Look at the squad he's leaving. Look at the shambles he's leaving compared to the club he came into. That's a good point. Yep. Ab- absolute shambles he's leaving. And the rebuilding has to start now. It should have started well, it already. Should have started, yeah. yeah, it should have started. They're, they're losing ground on Rangers already for next season. There's, there's no there's no head of recruitment. There's no mm. sporting director. 
There's no manager. There's a chief executive just about to come in, but mm. the whole place is in, in uproar. Mm -hmm. He was there today with the you know the club tie on, so I yeah. guess that's the job starting now for Dominic Mackay. I see Gregor Townsend, the Scotland coach, uh, who's a Rangers fan, saying he's been terrific for Scottish rugby, and because he was asked, you wish he was going to Ibrox. He he's got a big job that, in his hands, Paul. He has, hasn't he? Has he? A massive job in his hands, and as I said, I think the the worry for. <laughs> Celtic fans and as I said they've got a couple of good mates who are Celtic fans um, they want to know who's taking their club forward they want to know what way their club is going um, and they don't know just now because they've not appointed a, a director of football they've not appointed a manager and Dave will tell you number one in a club the most important thing is recruitment mm -hmm. and you need to start that early mm -hmm. and Rangers are ahead as I said to you Rangers have got their eye on two or three players to sign for next season um, that they're down the line way and talks with them are they who are they I don't well, know just tell us I, on. I honestly don't know I don't <laughs> yeah. know but listen I'm a yeah. big believer in the best time to strengthen mm -hmm. is when you're on top talks going on already and Barry told us at the start of the season no don't look for Morales he doesn't have to go they don't have to sell mm -hmm. and then Kent I think you know there was no question he was going and uh, for Celtic then need a new goalkeeper Davey yeah, for next season. Yeah, you probably need a new goalkeeper. I mean, Scott Bain hasn't done much wrong, but yeah, they'll yeah. probably want an upgrade on, on Scott yeah. Scott Bain, who, who you're right has done well. Yeah, but they'll probably if you're looking at what Rangers have in between the sticks, then then Celtic have to try and match that. You have to imagine that Edouard will go. He's still the top scorer yeah. in the I mean, country. David made a good yeah. point earlier. You look at the starting eleven. Brown's away. Mm -hmm. Kenny will go back to to Everton. Christie will be away. Edward will be away. El Yunus will be away. Ayer will be away. Laxa will be away. Try to write these down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no, and I then know. you look yeah. at the bench: Barkas, yep. Beaton, Griffiths, Ayeti, Rogic, and Clamalla's already. Clamalla's away to New York. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a massive, yeah. massive rebuild mm -hmm. that needs to go in there. That's and all. that takes time, Paul. Mm. You can't just but click your finger and that happens. The other thing is, Barry, can you imagine the new chief executive going to Barkas and saying, uh, right, we've got an offer from so-and-so, uh, you need to go. If he's on good money at Celtic, how do you, how do you get him off the books? Yeah, no, he, he'll he's have, not going to go anywhere. You're right, David. He'll have three years left in his contract. Yeah, on, on top dollar. Yep. They'll um, no move. They'll yeah. no move unless they get a, a payoff. That's true. Is the the war chest, Davy? I'm trying to think. Listening to that, is it not about fifty million is needed? I know it depends what they yeah, buy and who they get. Yeah, but yeah. plus they'll get money for you know Edward. Is he fifteen million now? They'll, they'll get good money yeah. for for the ones who who are going. But it's how yeah. they spend it because they've sure. wasted so much money. Yeah. Um. You know, but Barry said just a moment ago there that that you, the the successful clubs, build when they're on top. That that's when they do their business when they're on top. And Celtic had an unassailable advantage on Rangers. This is a this is a club that was in liquidation just nine years ago. Nine years ago. Now, Celtic had a free hit at the Champions League every year. Now, my argument to you would be that Celtic have the resources to be qualifying for the group stage of the Champions League every single year. And yet, if you look at some of the dross they've gone out to, Maribor, Molde, Ferns Faris, AK Athens... Um, Clubs that aren't half the size of Celtic. And that has to go down, not just to who the manager was at the time, but the board of directors. Reagan was on pre-match. Reagan, good evening. Uh, you were right, you're a Celtic fan, but you predicted 2-0 Rangers. Yeah, I just thought James Forrest would uh, be a big miss. But I just want to touch on, this is Celtic's first non-trophy season since 2009-10 season. I don't know if you know that. Yep. But... I just want to say that that's 
And the, and the end of an incredible, an incredible era from Celtic. An end of an incredible era. And it has been. That's what Davy was mentioning. And Barry, you've paid tribute to them as well. Because all season, Barry, you were saying, you know, the wounded animal will come back. But, but they never really did. Yeah, look, you can't take away... They, they were so dominant for so many years and, and it was always a worry at the back of your mind. Um, will Rangers ever stop that dominance? And I'll go back, it was only a year ago I, I was worried. Mm-hmm. Um, when the season ended, Celtic obviously were champions. Rangers were struggling in games. Um, and the turnaround's been remarkable. If you asked me at the start of the season, would Rangers be 20... 20 points ahead in, in, in the league um, and beating Celtic in the fourth round going into the quarter quarter finals I'd probably say no um, but th- that's where you've got to give Rangers credit they've obviously went away over the lockdown worked hard and the recru- recruitment I'll go back to it the recruitment's been key he's brought in real competition for places and David mentioned before the game you, you look at that stand 11 you look at that bench you look at the players that are out injured Rangers have got a real strong 21-22 players and any of the 21-22 players could easily come into the starting 11. Mm-hmm. Regan, you'd give tribute to Rangers, pay tribute to them, the job that they've done this season? I mean, Rangers have been fantastic. I just want to ask Barry a question. For me personally, I think Rangers have really shifted the momentum and really got a number on Celtic because for me, to be honest, I feel like... Every game that Rangers play Celtic, they dominate the ball, they dominate possession, they do, they dominate everything. And if you and if you look at the last time Celtic won against Rangers, the last time Celtic won against Rangers was the game in the cup final, the one where Alfredo Morelos misses that penalty, and Rangers completely dominated the game. So it just shows that even when Rangers lost that game, they still dominated the game from start to fir- from start. Until the, until the end of the game Yep and in that game I think one guy won Celtic that cup Fraser Foster yeah, Fraser Foster Fraser, Fraser Foster was um, excellent And I, I just go back to the summer And I'm mm. sure a lot of Celtic fans As I mentioned Keep mentioning on the group chat With a couple of my mates They go back to it Obviously Fraser Foster was too expensive We get that The money's on down In the English Premier League But you go and let A top goalkeeper go yeah. He hurts Craig Gordon Craig Gordon yep. Um but listen, I do think Rangers have got the number on Celtic just now. The, the two previous games, you probably say Celtic were the better team. If I'm honest with you, you look at the one, the second of January, up until uh, I think it was Beaton it got sent off. Celtic dominated. Um, that obviously sent off gave Rangers a lift. They got the vital they took goal. The points, yep. yep, they took the points. I think the last game at, um, at Celtic Park, Celtic edged it mm-hmm. for me. So today, for me, there was a there was a it was um, a no brainer. Rangers were were the dominant team today and thoroughly deserved to go into the the quarter finals. Regan, who do you in want? Terms who, of, yeah, I just want, I, I want to ask you where, where do you want to see the changes? Who who do you want to see come in now? Because Celtic need to take decisive action soon. They need to get the manager appointed as a or a director of football. Somebody needs to lead that part of the club immediately. I mean, Paul, I think we're to be honest and say, do we want Eddie Howe and Richard Hughes or do we need to go in a different direction? Celtic can't waste any more time. And uh, I know Gerard was in, in the, was it the 15th of May or something like that? Yep. But so Celtic have been such a big rebuild to do here. And I don't know about, about Barry and David, but I think people like Diego Laxell, if you, if you look at Diego Laxell, Celtic sold Tierney for 
25 million pounds mm-hmm. and Celtic fans get Diego Lanzalot as a left back yeah. and you said surely Celtic could have went and spent a good 6 million pounds on a good left back mm-hmm. Davey yeah I mean <laughs> Too many, too, too many for me. Too many loan players. You know, mm-hmm. both fullbacks loan players today. El Yanusi. Um, I'm not saying they don't care, but you know, short short term signings don't do it for no. me. Uh, I think you want to get proper quality in on a on a long term contract. That, that's how you build a team. Too many loan loan signings. Yeah, they had such a great record for so long, bringing in players, and you know, the um, there were just so many of them. But that's dried up, and the recruitment. But I keep hearing you say that. made Barry. a good point. There's one guy. It was. Like John the Parks. head of that John, yep, Park. John Park. Yep, yep. I mean Wanyamas and Van yep. Dyke, so mm. these sort of guys. John Park. That I mean his record. They bringing players in for um, cut price mm. yep. deals and then selling them on for treble the the, the money. Um, he was he was so important to Celtic, but Celtic let him go. For sure, they need to make change and quickly. Regan, you wanted to ask something else. I just wanted to ask uh, about 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 See in terms of Rangers, right, 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 Rangers are now showing the derbies in the trot. Do, do you think that'll play on the Celtic players' minds? Do you think they'll go into the game thinking, oh no, he, here come Rangers? Or did that? Do, do you think about that? Or is it just on the day? I think it'll be a new Celtic team um, next season, a completely different team, Regan. So I don't think there'll be any scars, if you like, you know, left over from, from the last half a dozen old firm games where Rangers have been the dominant team. So it'll be a completely new Celtic team. Um, and it, listen, it'll come down to how well Celtic use the transfer market. The recruitment really has to be spot on now. They're going to have to spend a lot of money. I'm sure Dermot Desmond realises that. Uh, I hope he is prepared to, to push the boat out. But key to everything is, is getting value in the transfer market. And that's where... Rangers have left Celtic standing recently. And Davy, what a job to come into for someone. I mean, look there at, at Ibrox. So for next season, hopefully all the fans back, Celtic will come here to play Stephen Gerrard's Rangers. Um, it, it, some of the football here, we don't get the uh, money in Scotland, but with Rangers and Celtic, it, it is a special... It's box office, isn't it? It's, it's absolute box office for, for TV companies. The, yeah. the, the, the big two are the attraction. Mm. They're the ones that, that, that drive everything. They're the, the engine, if you like, of, of Scottish football. Um, and, you know, I, I think Celtic have to, to say, you know, we've had a great run, a bit like Rangers in 98 when Walter Smith's team ran out of steam. Yep. Um, same thing's happened. Um, and now the, the boot is on the other foot and we'll, we'll see how Celtic react. It's a great opportunity for the new manager, whoever he is. Do you think there's still any chance, Barry, that Eddie Howe will come north? There's still an opportunity. Um but it's a, it's a massive job whoever's taking it as I go back to them, the amount of players that he'll need to go and recruit and um, they're leaving it a bit late for me if I'm mm. honest with you they, they need to, they, I'm sure or I, I would like to think that they're they're close to, to naming a manager because he needs to get down to work and get players in as soon as possible Regan thanks for your call to go radio with OPC Energy Limited. We've got Barry Ferguson and Davy Proven. And your calls on 0808 17 17 700. Sean is on the line from Dunfermline. Sean, good evening. Hi, good evening. How are you? Yeah, we're fine, thanks. What about yourself? What did you make of it oh, tonight? Pretty di- pretty disappointing. Right, so, Sean, you're a Celtic fan, obviously, there. Uh-huh. Uh, did yeah, you think when yeah. Edward did the penalty, did you think, oh, there might be a chance here? Yeah, uh, uh Definitely, I thought there was going to be a chance, but 
the penalty looked uh, like he didn't look like he wanted to take it. He didn't look like he wanted to be there. Mm. Uh, so Edward, yeah, he, he needs to go. So what did you come on to say? I mean, he does have that kind of style. He's kind of laid back. He's still the top scorer in the country. But Sean, what what do you feel? You wanted to make a point, uh, something to do with John Kennedy. The point I wanted to make was uh, John Kennedy said last week about being the best team in the country still. But how can you be the best team in the country when you've not won a single trophy? Yeah, I mean, I think to be fair to John Kennedy, Sean, he, he tried to clear that up. We, we played an interview with John Kennedy at the beginning of the programme where he said he wanted to pay tribute to Rangers. They've been the the worthy league champions. The the point he was trying to make was that in any given ninety minutes, he felt that Celtic can can at least match Rangers. He has the players to match Rangers, and well, I, I think and, and in and any given ninety minutes yeah. today, we, we we couldn't match Rangers. Mm-hmm. But he, but he thought it, Celtic it, would. It's just, it, yeah, it's just no. It's as simple as that. We couldn't match Rangers because. We're the poorer team. There's there's a clear range of turnover going to happen mm-hmm. in in the close season. For sure, yep, there absolutely is. And Rangers are the best yeah. team in the country by quite a, yeah. a way. But Barry even said, well, you said at the time, but what's the manager going to come out and say? No, we're we're the second best team. Yeah, but I think that was John Kennedy also putting it into the players' court and saying, right, go and prove to me. But obviously, in today's evidence, which Sean's right, I think Rangers are the better team just now. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Results don't lie. I thought today, as I said, the two previous Old Firm games, I think Celtic edged it, I'll be honest with you. But today, Rangers were were, um, clearly the better team for me. And I'm not just saying that from a Rangers side. I'm I'm giving you an honest opinion (laughs) watching the game today. For me, Rangers are the better team. Davey, how could you think otherwise? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, but, you know, Celtic's problems go way beyond John Kennedy making a, mm-hmm. uh, a, yeah. a remark that was taken out of context. Let's yeah. be honest with you. Here. The, yeah. the sports journalists are pretty good at spinning uh, and they've managed to get a headline out of something he said taken out of context. But Celtic's problems go way, way beyond John Kennedy. At the moment, the club um, has no, no proper chief executive because Peter Lowell is relinquishing. Uh, no manager, no head of recruitment. Um, and no sign, no no sign of, of where the club is going. Absolutely no sign from Dermot Desmond as to what the future might hold for Celtic. And at a time where they're trying to flog season tickets, um, you know, they're, they're, there's there's only only so many times you can you can expect supporters to to shell out. Sean, who's you, who's you, who do you want as manager? Uh, it doesn't matter who I want as manager. I'm saying Celtic's problems go back to when. Neil Lennon was appointed as manager, and he wasn't given the backing from the team, from the back from the backroom staff and the board. I didn't have his own backroom staff, and and that probably was Sean's, a mistake. Sean's wasn't right. It? Sean, yep. Sean, Sean is right. Neil, yep. when Neil Lennon came back in, he didn't have half of the influence at the club that Brendan Rodgers yep. had. He wasn't on half the money Brendan Rodgers was paid. Mm-hmm. So, so what kind of message does that send out? Mm-hmm. True. The manager Sean, has to be in charge. Yep. Sean, can I ask you a question? Are you concerned that a manager's not been appointed already? No, I'm not concerned because the right manager needs to be appointed by approving the right backroom staff what the manager wants. And Neil Lennon wasn't given that approval. 
Neil Lennon was brought in as a single person and the backroom staff and the board appointed assistant managers and coaches. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hierarchy of the yeah. club should not should not be appointing yeah. um, football coaches. That should be down to the manager. And if it is Eddie Howe, um, you, you can bet your bottom dollar Eddie Howe will bring his own team. He will not be told who to appoint. More calls. Thanks, Sean. We're coming back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. We're on Monday to Friday, 5 to 7, the Go Radio Football Show. Tomorrow night, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi and myself, Paul Cooney. And Davey, you'll be on during the week as well. Marvin yep. Bartley will be with us one night. Leanne Crichton, John Hartson, Stephen Cragen and, of course, Rob McLean in the chair. Earlier today, Hibs, four-goal victory against Jannar. And then Rangers, two-goal victory over Celtic. On the line now is Craig in Cumbernauld, a Rangers fan. Craig, good evening. Good evening, uh, Paul, Barry, Davey. How you doing? Oh, yeah, we're good, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic. Um, you, know, I'm, I'm you don't sound it, Craig. I know. Come on, cheer up. You know, it was a it was a great result. Listen, I think um, you know once again the narrative going forward will probably be Celtic squad on chances and you know all about Celtic and their failure. But the fact is that for me, I think in the first half, I think we were. The better team. I certainly think we edged it in the first half, um, and we were clinical because we had our chances. We took our chances. It's as simple as that. Um, I thought Arivo and, and Kent were fantastic. I thought, particularly in the first half, but even at times in the second half, they were causing Celtic all sorts of problems. Um, and about Nathan Patterson as well. I mean, in a game like that, you know, it's a knockout tie in the Scottish Cup. You're playing Celtic. Um, everything that rides on that and he just took it all on his side I thought he was fantastic to handle that pressure uh, for a young man of his age and I tell you what he has given Stephen Gerrard one hell of a headache when James Tavernier is fully fit I think Tavernier probably will come back in but at the same time you know could you actually justify dropping Nathan mm-hmm. Patterson and how well he's played as well um, but you know I, I think it also to me um you know, proves John Kennedy's comments during the week wrong. You know, you do your talking on the park. He said Celtic were still the best team in Scotland on their day. Well, in that second half, Celtic were on their day and they still couldn't beat Rangers. They still couldn't get the goal. And that's because, um, yes, they were squandered opportunities. But we also, I think, at times defended really well. Aaron McGregor produced the big moments that, that you need. Because at the end of the day, in an old firm game, you're not going to have, have it 100% your own way. There's going to be chances against you. And it's about... When Alan McGregor saved that penalty, that's when I went. Do you know what? This, this is this is in the bag now. You went and get um, me a double. <laughs> well, exactly. This is the thing. I do think there's no point in going and beating Celtic and putting them out of the cup um, and condemning them to a, a total of season for the first time in ten years, um, and then not going on and winning the cup. I, I honestly can't fathom. You know, go next week, for example, ending up going out to St Johnston. I don't think we will, but. Um, you know, that, that's the thing. We have to go and win the cup for here. Okay. You, you can't not. No, the narrative today is clearly that Rangers are the best team in Scotland and uh, they've won again 2-0. I, I agree with Craig. Apart yeah. from that five-minute spell in the, f- the first half, but Craig also made the point that when you're in an old firm game, Celtic are going to have a period of time when they'll put you under pressure. But Rangers stood, stood tall and defended really well. 
and there's no doubt in my, no doubt in my mind that, that Rangers um, thoroughly deserved it and I agree with him about Kent and Arebo I thought two of them were exceptional Kent was the, the best player in the park by a mile Stephen Davis again was exceptional but a special mention for young Nathan Patterson mm. um, I, I think it actually is going to give Stephen Gerrard a headache I know James Tavernier's the captain but that, that young lad showed not just to me I think the Rangers fans that he's going to be round about for years to come he's going to be a proper proper right back and there's going to be a fight on the, their hands for that right back position Davy Proven, what's your view on that? In fact, you raised it earlier in the programme. Yeah, I mean, I, I think young Patterson will have to go on loan and it'll be about Rangers picking the right environment for him, the right coach, someone to, to coach him, to continue to improve him. Um, and my guess would be he'll go to England. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he can't afford to sit on the bench mm-hmm. and allow and, and sit and watch James Tavernier every week. He, he has to play. He has to play first-team football. And at least championship or the, or the Premier League? He's got to League. play at a high level. He's yeah. shown... Me and David were speaking off air He's shown that he can play at a high level He's played in Europe Paul, he's played in the latter stages of the Europa League He's played in the biggest derby game Mm -hmm. in the world today And shown, apart from that wee mistake he made in the the second half But listen, that's me being picky (laughs) I I thought he was exceptional And the manager's got a real problem Because Tavernier is the captain He's been exceptional himself this season Mm -hmm. So he's got a real problem in his hands I think Nathan Parsons, I wouldn't say surprised him But Probably he's been taken aback how well he's actually done since he's come into the team. Craig, how would you feel about that if Nathan Patterson is uh, out and ro- on loan next season? See, it, it's a difficult one because I think the problem you, you're going to have um, for talking sake, if we had had Nathan Patterson out on loan this season, um, you know, and Cavanier get injured, you know, we saw that you know Barrig, you know, Leon Barrig, and he done a. a a reasonable enough job, but he's he's a totally different player. So unless you bring in an auxiliary right back that's good enough to to fill that position, but is also happy to know that they will be on the bench, whether that even is a loan deal itself, I think it's difficult. I think if he does go, it has to be in England because the only team I think up here in the top flight that plays with a kind of tempo at times that might suit Patterson, I think would probably be Hibs. Um, but I'm not sure whether. Um, it would benefit him um, staying here or, or you know getting that experience down south because it's you know a different level down south, isn't it? And mm-hmm. you know, even championship is a notoriously difficult and competitive league. So yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind that if we had the right options there mm-hmm. at right back. That's that's the thing to cover because one thing we can't do, you know, we've won the league title now, we're on our road to a double, um, but we have to. I think capitalise even further on this opportunity because we know Celtic have got a huge build, rebuilding job next season uh, in the summer, and we have to make sure we hold on to the important players as best we can and improve. Because what Celtic have shown this season is if you bring in the wrong players, regardless of how much they cost, you know you can easily um, falter and have a poor season again, which is the last thing um, I think that, that we want. Um, that's, that's a good point. It changes so quickly, doesn't it? It can change. It can change, and you know Rangers got that head of steam. They points after points, and Celtic lost some games, as in didn't play, and Rangers didn't put a foot wrong. And confidence is everything. David made a good point. He, he, the first Old Firm game at Celtic yeah. Park, getting that victory, that would have made quite a lot of that team believe that Celtic are no um, unbeatable. And I think since that game. They've just grew and they've grew 
with confidence over the season. And as I said, this could turn into an unbelievable season. Um, they've already won the league. They're well on their way to getting the, the double Scottish mm. Cup. They had a real good run in the Europa League. Um, as I said, they were heroes for winning a the league. They can become legends if they win this double. Yep. Craig, you must be desperate to get back. Davy said last week on the programme that uh, they should take the cup final to, well, it would now be Celtic Park. Yeah. Assuming it's Rangers in the final, uh, would you agree that's what it should be? Because Hamden's going to be handed to UEFA, so no fans can be in. I mean, listen, I, I would be quite happy for it to, to be at Celtic Park because to go and clinch the double at Celtic Park, you know, even although they won't be involved in the game, it would be an absolute sickener for Celtic to have the last image of this season. Rangers lost on a trophy above their head at Celtic Park. So they're quite happy with that. Um, you I'm honestly uh, uh, point as well. Craig, I'm not even thinking like that. I'm just thinking about getting fans in. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I'd, I'd love to be there. Um, and to make a quick point as well, because um, I think it's important, we've played Celtic four times this season. Three wins and a draw. We've conceded one goal against them. Mm-hmm. That, that to me isn't a coincidence. That to me is not just because Celtic can't take chances. That's because of how good defensively mm-hmm. our shape has been as well and to be in that stadium watching it would be because it would prove some doubters wrong as well some people this season have claimed that Rangers have only been as good because there's no fans now I think that's nonsense personally mm. um, but you know the fans are the lifeblood and I mean if I, if I was able to sit at Celtic Park and watch us win the cup that would just the highlight of the year for me. <laughs> well, that was what I was thinking for. It would be a highlight. I wasn't thinking about the, where it was, just the fact that you'd be in Glasgow and a magnificent stadium, either Ibrox or Celtic Park, and enjoying your team if if they win the cup. You made a good point earlier, though. They don't want to throw it away, Barry, by slipping up against St. Johnson or in the semi-final no, or the final. As I said, after this result, go on and enjoy the night. Aye, yeah. Once you wake up tomorrow, the focus goes on next weekend. Against St Johnson, you've got to relax, let your hair down, because um, there's a lot of pressure on these players as well. Um, they've handled the pressure brilliantly this season. Again, today I believe there was pressure on Rangers, mm. as there was Celtic, but again, they showed me that they can handle that. So go and enjoy the night, wake up tomorrow, refocus, and make sure you get that result against St Johnson again at the semi finals. And Davey, do you think this is now the Rangers' era potentially? You know, the Stephen Gerrard years of success, it could be. Yeah, they're, they're certainly in much better shape um, than than Celtic at the moment. I mean, Celtic are a shambles at the moment. Um, th- things can change quickly, and Dermot Desmond has the means to make things change quickly. It depends whether he has the inclination to put his hands deep into his pocket, because at the moment Celtic are quite a bit behind Rangers. Look at the not just the teams that started today. Look at the benches as well. Rangers are much better nick right now. And they've got the business done with a lot of players. And Craig Barry's been telling, as he mentioned it again today, that uh, there's some targets identified already for Rangers for next season. So there's you know there's more coming in. What about the Ryan Kent, the 15 million? Would you re- regrettably take that 15 million if Leeds want to pay it? Well, I, to be fair, I think um, it, it would depend for me. I, I think it depends how long you can hold it off because obviously. If we're able to qualify for the Champions League, then then no, because it wouldn't you wouldn't absolutely need that money. If not, then I you would probably provisionally have to take it. Um, but I think Kent is is an abs- I think he's a, a world class player in the making, and he will inevitably go on to to far bigger things. Um, I think because you just see him. I mean, at times today he's running 
you know, that Celtic back line, turning them inside out, even cutting in, got a decent shot away that rebounded to Morelos, who maybe could have done better with it. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me why a team like Leeds would want him. I personally don't think he's good enough to go to a bigger team than, than Leeds United. Um, but as I say, I, if he qualified for the Champions League, mm. nah, I wouldn't. That's a good point about the Champions League, Barney. Maybe if he stays on, I don't know what's going to happen. What do you yeah. think? Listen, he's a big game player. So he, yeah. he always produces a, in the big games. Um, I, if I'm going to be critical to Ryan Kent, who I think a lot of, I think he's a fantastic player. I need him to score more goals. I know he scored last week against Hibs. I want to see him hitting double figures. Um, I think he's more than capable of that. But money talks, Paul. If somebody comes in with a real good offer, look, Rangers have been open about it. They mentioned it in the AGM. They, they might need to take the money. What if, some what, if, Barry, what if somebody come in with a right good offer for James Tavernier? Would it not make sense to sell him if you've got a ready-made replacement in Young Parson? Yeah, that's a good point. And take the money for, for Tavernier? Mm-hmm. Well, no? listen, for me, Dave, I think Nathan Parson could easily play week in, week out. Um, but what what I like about James T- Tavernier is 18 months or so ago he was getting criticised by the Rangers fans and it's always easy as a player to go and hide and hide behind people or whatever but one thing about James Tavernier he put himself out there he continued to play every single game he obviously had a difficult end to the season last year with the results but he stood at the front and he's led from the front and he's produced top class performances he's got his return in terms of goals has been brilliant but that, that's a great question if an offer comes in for James Tavernier that's another one they might need to look at Craig what would you do on that if a big offer comes in for Tavernier? Listen, I think if it's a big enough offer, I'd, I'd be more comfortable taking that, looking at how well Nathan Patterson's playing. I think he is exactly. a ready-made replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be a lot of pressure on his young shoulders, but he's he's absolutely excelled at that so far, whether it's been in the European nights where he got a goal or yeah. you know um, against Celtic. It just doesn't seem to phase him. Um, mm. And it's, prom- it's good for Scotland as well, because we rave about the left-back position that we've got the likes of Robertson, Tierney, who came up through the Celtic ranks, but a young player like Patterson coming through the Rangers ranks, as good as he is, at that right-back position, where I do think is a weakness for the national team as well, I think is terrific. Okay, good point. Craig, how are you going to celebrate tonight? Well, unfortunately, um, not overly. uh, Not in the morning, so maybe a couple of cans and uh, maybe relive some old Scottish Cup classics as well because it's never tired of watching Rangers <laughs> Craig thanks very much for calling 0808 17 17 700 Go Radio The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5 Go Radio Football Show Sunday afternoon Sunday evening Barry Ferguson Paul Cooney Davy Proven and loads of your calls on the afternoon when Rangers keep the double hopes alive a two goal victory against Celtic this afternoon coming up at 6 tonight it's a uh, John Campbell with his ultimate hits. There's some great music coming up from John between six and eight tonight. On the line now, Rick, a Celtic fan, is on. Rick, good evening. Hello, it's not Rick, it's Terry. Terry, right, so I got that wrong. Terry, how are you? Yeah, well, extremely disappointed, so... I know, I get your name wrong and uh, the result for you this afternoon, but uh, what, what do you feel about that? Do you think that Celtic could have won it? Oh, we had great chances, we had great chances, but uh, I just think Rangers' team managed, they managed the game better, yeah. as, as such, as, that was evident to see that. But uh, I just thought for the outset, like, Kennedy's team selection, obviously with Laxalt coming in, 
this Rangers targeted that left hand side right away. Uh, and our full backs in general this year just haven't been up to scratch. I just thought with a 2 0 down at half time, he might have changed tactics and moved away for the diamond. I mean, you've got to go for it at that stage, but he seemed to just keep like for like. And then the other point I wanted to make is I mean, well, hold on, right? Let's let's uh, take that one first of all, Davy. You were saying at half time to make more than just one change. Yeah, I thought he could have had Griffiths on right away. You're two 0 down. It's a, Scot- a Scottish Cup tie, and if, if if you're going to save the game, you have to go for it. And at yep. half time, I'm surprised that he didn't go three at the back, put Griffiths on up front. He certainly had exactly. to get Lax. Laxall was was all over the place, uh, and he could have taken him off earlier. I said during the first half, mm-hmm. I'd have taken him off. Um, after yep. after half an hour, I'd have had him off and Greg Taylor on. So yep. I, I think John could have been a bit more proactive uh, today in terms of changing the shape of the side, you know, given the way the game was going. Barry? Yeah, yeah. I, I, agree, I agree with what Terry said. I think after five, ten minutes, Rangers identified. Laxal was a weak link. And down that side, I thought Aribo gave him water in the head. Um, and David called it halfway through the first half. He'll need to come off at some stage. But... Fair play to John Kennedy. He made the substitution at half time, but I did think he would have maybe have brought on a Lee Griffiths going change formation, change shape, kinda get play play with Rangers heads a wee bit, but he left it until twenty minutes to go to bring Lee Griffiths on and as you seen, Lee Griffiths only got twenty minutes um towards the end, but mm-hmm. you've seen he still had half a chance when yeah, Alan yeah. McGregor mm-hmm. f- flapped at, at that cross ball and that's what Lee Griffiths does. He's yeah. listen, he might not be fully fit. But Lee Griffiths is always dangerous if you've got the ball in that box. So I was surprised that he, he didn't maybe change it at half-time. Terry, what's your other point? Uh, well, obviously, going forward, I, mean, I don't think Kennedy will be getting the job now, obviously. But, uh, but I just, I'm just wondering who sanctioned that four-year deal for Welsh. I mean, I'm not getting on at the boy, but mm. I just don't think he's anywhere near the level that's required for Celtic going forward because it's obviously it's going to be a big summer ahead here. Uh, so I'm just wondering who's sanctioning these kind of deals that's a very good question though who is well, sanctioning that I, I, yeah. I was reluctant to say before the game started Paul that I thought the boy was still short now he may get there eventually mm. uh, he obviously has potential but I didn't think he was ready for that standard of football to, to go into an no. old firm game I really think he's short and f- four years is, is a big uh, is a big mm. commitment by mm. Celtic you know they, they obviously think he has it uh, all I'm saying is at the moment, and I'm reluctant to say it because he's a youngster, he's short of what's required at the moment. And Rangers were signing up people in long-term deals. Was it, Davey, almost like they thought, we need to come up with something? I'm trying to... Th- is that a sign that there's nobody else who will be signing longer deals? Uh, I really don't know, yeah. but I mean, to, to offer a 21-year-old... Is he 21? You just turned 21, yes. yep. Just yep. turned 21. Yep. A yep. four-year contract, you, you've really mm. got to be sure about that. And, mm. you know, from what I've seen of the boy so far, he, he's not ready yet. Barry, what do you feel? I, I, I feel he's still got time in his, his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still got a lot to learn because, let, let's be honest, he's come in at a difficult period um, for Celtic. They've not been performing at the levels that we've all been used to. Um, so I, I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt and you've got to give him a bit of time. He's still young. He's not played a lot of first-team football yet. He's only played, I, I don't know, 10, 15 games. So time's still on his side. Um, but it just shows you... Um, the, the problems that, that Celtic have got at the back they've got to put their, their, their trust in a 21 a year old who's not got a lot of experience at first team level Paul Any pluses for you this afternoon Terry as a Celtic fan? Uh, oh, no 
No, I'm not, there's, there's no point in no. walking away from this. And it would all, I think it would all have papered over the cracks as well. If Celtic had won today, it's just we need a massive rebuild here. And there's a lot of players there just like half-hearted performances. I mean, guys like Christie and that, they might be experienced. I just don't see them performing in these big occasions. Uh, and obviously the new uh, chief executive coming in tomorrow. So the charm offensive, no doubt, start tomorrow with the, the season tickets and that. Going to be coming out soon, so no, there's not much to take from today. <laughs> not a lot for him to take, no. Davey. What about the Ryan Christie's? And it's not just him, though, in that team. What's been lacking this season? I, I really don't know. I mean, if, listen, the, the one thing about about footballers, you know, Ryan Christie clearly is not going to renew his contract, and you can bet his agent is talking to people. So, for all we know, Ryan Christie could already be fixed up, uh, he, he could yep. be fixed up with a club in England. Now, if he's already fixed up with a club in England, and I'm being hypothetical here, is he going to give you every single ounce, week in, week out, in a, in a season where the league is already gone? I, I think too many of the team today are preoccupied with mm. getting themselves out of Glasgow and, and getting decent moves and decent money elsewhere. I think the quicker the season finishes for Celtic, the better. Yeah. Because um, the, the, the boys that are coming into the last 12 months of their contract, um, it's clear... Um, to the Celtic fans that guys like Ayer and Edward and Christie ain't going to sign extensions to the contract mm. so as soon as the season finishes these boys will be away they'll get good money in because let's be honest with you the three of them that I've just mentioned are quality players mm. um, but they're just not performing at the level that Celtic fans want and they'll be, they'll be on their way and Celtic will get good money in for them and then they'll need to reinvest that into the squad as Terry said there's a massive rebuild mm. Going to be needed at Celtic. And Terry, you're at Petordre on Wednesday night. Uh, do you agree with Barry that the, the end of the season can't come quickly enough now? Oh, I just wish it would end just now. <laughs> As I say, I think even in that first half today, Rangers could have spent their time in the dressing room and they would still have, still have scored. <laughs> a wee bit harsh, Terry, so, but yeah. uh, it's good you've got a bit of humour in it. Davy, what are Ted, you thinking? Terry, yeah. what, uh, Eddie, how? How do you feel about that? There's still nothing official really came from any Celtic source is there in regards to this but I can would, just see this would you have him would, would you wait what? would you wait for Eddie Howe if, if for instance Dermot Desmond has, has shaken his hand and, and Eddie Howe says I'm not coming until the summer would, would you wait on him would you be happy to, to I wait? would be happy to wait for, wait for, wait for him now I, could, I, right. I like the fact that he's a coach I mean I think there is some player I mean guys like Welsh and that maybe improve under a good coach like that so mm. we kind of need that kind of way going forward definitely but a, a manager that coaches players as well yes. that, that was, that was the real bonus of, of Brendan Rodgers yeah. the, the way yeah. he coached and the way he improved players and, and that's what Celtic and you know even if I mean I, people perceive Roy Keane to be a dinosaur but Roy Keane with a proper coach mm. and Stephen Gerrard has won in Michael Beale Roy Keane with a proper coach I think would 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 do a lot of Celtic supporters. Terry, Roy Keane, with a proper coach. I've kind of spoke about Roy Keane before. I think I was on my Barry and we were talking about it in, in regards to like some players are obviously a bit they call it the snowflake mentality and maybe not take too kindly to a guy like Roy Keane. But me personally, I like Roy Keane. He's, yeah. At the end of the day, the guy's a winner, and if he's got coaches round about him. I would take him as well, yeah. And you just need to listen to him on Sky. He knows yeah, the game inside yeah. out. He's intelligent, he's clever. Yeah. And I'm not saying top players make top managers, um, but Davey and Terry makes a good point there. Bring in two or three coaches mm. 
who are brilliant yeah. on the training ground yeah. if you miss out on something the coaches will pick up it's all about communicating with each other but for me I mean the Celtic fans that I speak to are desperate to find out what's happening with their club they, they want to, they want a manager in now they want to know who's going to be leading their team forward they want to know who they're going to be bringing in in terms of recruitment and players but I don't think yep. Celtic can wait till like the start of June mm-hmm. they need to start now they need to start like recruiting players because as you know good players come on the market they get snapped up pretty quickly Great call. Terry, thanks a lot for calling. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Terry. Terry Bye-bye. calling in to the Go Radio Football Show. The day wasn't going well for him, and then I called him Rick. <laughs> I don't know where he that from. <laughs> but, you know, and he paid full credit there to, you know, Rangers, he said, could have gone into the, the dressing room, and there was still a one. He's very, you know, he's honest and he, he's open about it. I like that sense of humour there, because uh, it's football, it means a lot yeah, to him. I, mean, I get criticised yeah. a bit for being honest the, the previous years hmm. about Celtic. Celtic were dominant Rangers couldn't lay a glove on them um, and I was worried I'll be honest with you when the season ended last year I was real, really worried then obviously seeing the, the recruitment and the work that's been on at Rangers to turn it around over the last year has been, been unbelievable and as I said a lot of credit's got to go to the manager the coaching staff and the players well, it's Rangers day today. It's Rangers season, being no doubt. Two goal victory this afternoon against Celtic. So it's going to be St Johnson week for Rangers. They play at Perth yeah. on Wednesday night in the league. I, I yeah. did say that they'll be yeah. celebrating having a few beers, but I've just looked and it's the league game on Wednesday night, so there'll be no. I'm sure the manager will be like, listen, get home, make sure the recovery spot on, um, make sure you're eating and preparing right, because mm-hmm. listen, they want to try and remain unbeaten in the league, which again. It's a difficult place to go. McDermott Park, Callum Davison's got a decent team up there. So that'll be a hard one on Wednesday and then you've got them in the, the quarterfinals obviously on Sunday. They were the best, the most improved team probably in the Premiership, Davey, in the second part of the season would be St Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a r- horrific start. Oh, yeah. um, one that had you worrying about Callum mm-hmm. Davison, right. you know, whether they would yep. pull the trigger on him. But um, no, they've come good and you'd expect them to be even better next season. Uh, so Rangers will go. You heard him saying uh, afterwards, Stephen Gerrard uh, on Premier was saying he could make some changes for Wednesday night and of course he, he will and he can, but they want to keep the unbeaten run going. Yeah, they want to keep the unbeaten run going, but again, me and Davey and yourself are speaking about it. You look at that bench. <laughs> yeah. Any of the players yeah. on that bench can come into that starting 11 and not weaken the, the Rangers team. Tavernier. So that's the yeah. beauty, and he'd done it in Europe throughout the season. He, he would go with a, an 11 on the Thursday night, and he would make four or five changes in the league game on the, in the Sunday. So he's confident in his squad, and he's confident in the guys that are on the bench that can come in into the starting living and, and do a job and, and continue to keep the run going. You heard me saying the captain there, plus McLaughlin, Bassey, Simpson, Zungu, Wright, Hadji, Roof, Itton. Uh, Celtic go to Aberdeen on Wednesday and Aberdeen would still be looking for third position. Still a chance. Still got an outside chance. Outside yeah, chance still, yeah. still to play Hibs as well. Of course, yeah. Hibs um, are playing Livy. Livy out of sorts at the moment. Uh, but Aberdeen Celtic, I mean, what is going to happen? Terry will was Scott saying, Brown play? Will Scott Brown play against Aberdeen? Point. Yeah. Against his new club? Mm. Oh, I never even thought of that. Barry, would you play him? If you were the. Um, I guess John Kennedy has to do whatever's right. Well, Scott yeah, Brown played yeah. the 90 minutes today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. 
three it, days it later. Yeah, I don't play. think he'll play. And sorrow and whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Hamilton against Motherwell. Huge game at the bottom uh, of the table, Barry. We can talk about it before then, but Davey, we've only got a few minutes left. Hamilton against Motherwell. Hibs against Livy. Kelly against Dundee United. Ross County, St Mirren at the bottom end of the table. Well, I, I said that Hamilton would Hamilton. do the great escape again. Yep. Um, and they still could. Yeah, of course they could. Because they've still got to play uh, Ross County and Kilmarnock, haven't yep, they? They have. Yep. So it's in their hands. That's the main thing. They've got a great record yeah, against. I'm just about to say that they've yep. got a great record in the the Derby Hamilton. Um, I think that's going to go down to the wire. Um, Kilmarnock go to Hamilton that's the right. last day of the season, um, and as Davy says, still to play Ross County. So there's there's some tasty games. That's interesting at the bottom of the league. Six o'clock on Wednesday, we could go into that one on the way home. Hamilton yep. against Motherwell, we'll be there. Uh, Kilmarnock against Dundee United, Ross County, St Mirren, St Johnson Rangers and uh, Aberdeen against Celtic. Well, there was no question of the man in the match today. We spoke uh, beforehand about him because there's the apparently Leeds United want to pay £15 million for Ryan Kent. You heard Craig earlier on saying that he's, uh, well, top class. He is improving, Davey. Um, he loves the big occasions. Would that be fair? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, think, I don't think Rangers would contemplate taking 15 million. They'd be looking no. for more, and, and rightly so. I mean, he, he, again, he demonstrated today uh, what he can do on the, on the bigger stage. And I think, I, think, I think he's a big game player. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he goes missing in the lesser games, but I'll tell you what, in the old firm games, that, that's when you see him. How much would you think? I think at, le at least twenty million, maybe wow. tw maybe maybe twenty five million. They were saying that a few days ago. They were saying twenty five million, and people went, "Well, really?" Well, you but, know, twenty five yeah. million gets you a run of the mill fullback in in, in, England. in England's Premier yeah. League. Mm -hmm. And Kent is Kent is a really productive player. And Barry often says that they underestimate the Scottish game. They come in here and they take us away in the cheap. The players Celtic held in at the time. Well, we all thought that was a good money, twenty five million. Yeah. For Kieran Tierney, but that that's a good point on Kieran, uh, Kieran Tierney yeah. for me now is a 60 70 million pound mm, player. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Look at John McGinn, mm. Aston Villa. What a snap that's been three million pounds. Celtic wouldn't pay the extra half a million to get him. Who's John McGinn worth now? Yeah. 30 40 million. Mm -hmm. What about Ryan Kent? His value I, has I, gone up. Uh, yeah, I can see Davy <laughs> yeah. Davy's point. He's, he's definitely a big game player. You've seen it again today. Pressure's on, he produces top performances. And you look at the, the Premier League teams, they get into that championship. Is it Watkins at Aston Villa? Mm -hmm. I know he's done really well for yeah. Aston Villa, but Aston Villa played th uh, 30 million plus for him. Yeah. So teams are going into the championship. Ryan Kent, listen, I, I think Rangers would be looking close to 20 million pounds for him. Just closing the book here, Davey, of uh, this season. We, you know, Every week since we came on air, it's the story of it. So for Celtic, that's the season over. Yeah. It's got to be the new book. For Rangers, it could be the new era now. Still got the double to go for. Barry said earlier, it's still a good season for them, uh, winning the championship. But winning the double would be extra special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's also the psychology of winning a double going into to next season. And... <sighs> You know, at the risk of repeating myself, you know, Celtic have to get their act together now. The clock is ticking. Rangers are, are Rangers are moving away from them. Congratulations to Rangers winning this afternoon and they will play St Johnson next weekend. Thanks to Rochelle for everything producing this afternoon and a privilege to be with Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven. Coming up next, it's the ultimate playlist. It has to be John Campbell. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? 
Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.